2: Congratulations. You played yourself. Oh, yes! Oh, yes! Oh, yes, oh, yes! 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 Oh my God! That is a
3: disgusting act. Delete! 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 delete. You just made the list. Congratulations. You played yourself. In the row! Guess who's back, baby? Lucha Outsider Show. I'm Leo. That's to me, Mario.
0: No? I'm not in studio, but it's still the healing skill reveal. The villain that stays showing the anti-hero of the IWT, your boy mixed the rated R. And this is the Lucha Outsider Show episode 158. 150 episodes. 158. 158 episodes,
3: Leo. I didn't think we were gonna get past one. But we're here.
0: We barely did pass
3: the one. Yeah, we did, but we did
0: anything or everything on today's episode make sure you download subscribe to so the podcast version mm-hmm. of the show, iTunes, SoundCloud, I want to be fancy Apple podcast, tune on a mess.app, lowestreader.com, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcast news.
3: Hey yo, hey yo. What up, Mark?
0: <laughs> what? Listen, for the past two what? weeks for whatever reason, the theme song just feels like it's, too it's long. more lengthy.
3: I, I think I think the problem is we're used to having a third guy and and, and yeah, you know, it's part of the introduction, you yeah. know, yeah, 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 let me speak on So the, we you know
0: at, that's right. When we used to have <laughs> the third man, he would do his shit and then I guess it added more time to the actual song.
3: Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me speak you know what I mean it, it takes a little bit of time. sorry Shout what, out
0: to Sam. He actually was the undertaker for Halloween. Come on. <laughs> What's wrong, Sam. Leo?
3: Come on, Sam. Viejo, I thought Sam. he
0: made a pretty cool Undertaker.
3: Sa- Sam, Somo Viejo. Undertaker's daughter looked better than the Undertaker than Sam did. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Love you, Sam. Love you. You know what I'm saying? All right. At Leo, least wear like the, the purple one, you know what I mean? Like with the half face, you know, like date yourself. You Le- Leo, Leo, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Doing a little construction here, but we're good. We're here ready to do the show. Talk about wrestling. Okay. Before but, we what? give uh, what?
0: our... Third co-host, a proper introduction. Give me a second. Give me a second.
3: I heard it. I heard it.
0: Hashtag is Rebel Time. All right. Uh, let's introduce a man known with many monikers. Uh huh. Some call him the DreamMaker. Oh. Dreammaker. Sounds like Others a poor name. Him, like me and, <laughs> like you, like you and I, we call him by a shoot name, which we're not gonna say on the show. Um <laughs> no. He's also known the, the 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 man behind Dream Match Wrestling, DM-Dub, DM-Dub, DM-Dub. Yeah. Some people slide into his DMs and call him DM. They slid, All they, right? They slim, see what I did there? DM, I, DM, I see what
3: you did there. That. that was good. Okay. Was, did you write that Other down?
0: people call him the Dream Match Messiah. Okay? The
3: Dream Match Messiah. I like it. I like it. All right. The Dream Matchmaker. Let's, let's welcome back. Trademark that. Mr. Dream. Two time, two time, two time. Like that, right? You like that, right? You like that, right? Homing down the rings <laughs> with an intro and everything. <laughs> intro and everything.
1: I like, I like, I like that. I like that. The dream match Messiah. There you the go. Oh, I gotta add that. I gotta. I add forgot
0: that to one. throw in there too. uh The King of Art style. I forgot to throw that one in there. The
1: King. The king of- of- oh, I like I, that. I, I, no, 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 no. It's it's. Uh, let me let me do the whole thing. Dale. It is the Dream Maker, Mister Dream. King of Drawn Style.
0: Oh, Drawn Drone. Style.
1: Mm. Drawn Style. I like it. Okay. Dream Match Messiah.
0: I got to add that one.
1: <laughs> From the... Dream Match
0: Wrestling. This is what I do. I just give nicknames. To this is what I do. <laughs> Mister... <laughs> it's better
3: yeah, than yeah, Leo. S- Ceasing the there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give it away yet. Don't give it away. It's better <laughs> than Leo <laughs> drop. Just saying. Mr. Dream, what's going on, bro? Welcome back. It's been... it's been a long time. We were supposed to get you back, I believe... Sometime earlier 2020, when you were when you went to Dynamite in Miami, we were supposed to do something around that time, but then 2020 hit us, and there was yeah, a lot
3: of stuff we were going to do early 2020. Just,
1: right. just- um, <laughs> yeah, we, we, were, we were trying to uh, uh, do plans on meeting in Tampa for WrestleMania and all these mm-hmm. things, and like within a week, like a week before all this was supposed to happen, was just COVID, <laughs> whatever it was.
0: COVID said, fuck you. You guys ain't doing (laughs) shit. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Everybody closed down. But Dream, so you've had had a pretty interesting couple weeks, all right? Um, So I kind of teased it last week on the show, like that you were going through some things. And for people that know, they kind of have an idea with some of the stuff that you posted. Some of them... Some of the stuff that you posted made the dirt sheets.
3: <laughs> how how um, dare you? <laughs>
0: so, so kind of, uh, kind of us, kind of walk us through exactly what happened from like from just like day one. What the fuck is going on, Dream?
1: You're gonna have to mediate this because I I'll start ranting. Well, don't well, so worry, I'll, I'll
0: be your Cole Cabana to your CM Punk. All right.
1: Perfect.
3: Wait, that, mean, that means we're gonna get sued in about two years. No, sir.
1: possibly. <laughs> go well, ahead, Hopefully, Dream. we remain friends. There you go. There you go.
3: Go ahead, Dream. Let the people know.
1: So, hey, okay, so I for two years I've been doing uh, Dream Match Wrestling, mm-hmm. and for those that are not familiar with Dream Match Wrestling. Let me just break down the concept for you really, really quick. It's just basically illustrating a dream match between two wrestlers that have never met each other in the ring, whether it's because they were in different eras or in different companies at the time, but the match never happened. So we illustrate it, we slap, we, we put it together on Photoshop, we draw it. All of it is drawn by hand. There's no Photoshopping the image, but we Photoshop the fight bill, put it all together, slap it on a shirt and put it out to the fans. The only way that we could possibly bring this match to life in one form or another for the, for us, the fans. So, yeah, so I've been building that for the past two years. And, it just, and just
0: to pause real quick and how yeah. I got to meet you was because of the AJ Styles Bret Hart piece you did. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. my God, this is phenomenal. I, no pun. I thought this was <laughs> such an amazing piece. And I'm the type of person that, if i see someone that's talented whether it's in wrestling or like obviously fan art with what you've done or just anything anything that's wrestling related i'm always gonna try to promote that person and share their art or whatever it is on our page because i think there needs to be a little bit more uh unity when it comes to the the wrestling fan community Mm -hmm. and then we just started exchanging dms and then we became friends or whatever
1: yeah yeah exactly how that whole thing went down I definitely appreciate you guys. You guys have been big supporters, big supporters for a long time, almost from, from the beginning, basically. But yeah, yeah uh, especially you, Mario, always reposting our stuff is great. Of really course. We appreciate it. Of course. But uh, yeah, that's been the, the concept. Um, obviously, we did not create or invent the Dream Match. But we're I, I believe we're the first ones to, because everyone's always putting them in pictures and just you know talking about it and reports and stuff like that. But no one's ever taken the time to draw it and try to market it you You, put it on a shirt or put it on some sort of merchandise and market it
3: you gave it a format you get you gave it something that that actually separates you because you're right a lot of people have talked about a lot of people have done like, like a quick photoshop no you actually draw this stuff you know you you think in the head of a of of an old school poster you know, which is which is things that you're drawn to, you know that that in itself is artistic. Where you're not just taking two pictures and placing them together, you know, you're actually creating this, these things. Um, and, and again, when you guys were talking about the AJ and and uh, Bret Hart, we actually have it up on the screen. Again, when we had you here the first time, um, it was awesome because you have a lot of you know just even the first one that you did, you know, w- with uh, um, with uh, Eddie Guerrero and Tranquilo, you know, just having right. them there. You know what I mean? Like, that's something that, okay, people may talk about, but it takes time for you to put that together, right?
1: Yes. Yes, it does. It takes a, it takes a lot of time. It's uh, definitely not uh, five minutes putting two pictures together, photoshopping it and slapping it on a shirt. No, it, mm-hmm. it takes time to draw it. It takes time for me also as, you know, say the booker to even yeah. think of why put those two rushes together, why make the match, why it makes sense, like, it's not just uh, I see a lot of people making dream matches just based on name similarities or because they look the same. Yeah. Right. Like that. But to me, it's like, hey, you know what? That match, other than because someone told me, hey, why don't you make Doink the Clown versus the Boogeyman? Why? <laughs> 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 why would I want that match? <laughs> Please <laughs> explain to me why would I want
2: that match? Yeah. And no
1: respect to the person that said that to me, but yeah, it's. Again, it takes a lot of time for me mm-hmm. for me to even find the inspiration to turn on my iPad, and grab my Apple pencil, and start drawing.
3: Yeah, and so, and, and yeah, you know what? I'm I'm giving you all the props in the world, dude, because I could draw a little bit. I can't draw like you. Just saying, ah. <laughs> I give you all the <laughs> props in the world. Thank you, man. Thank you. Go ahead, Mark. I Appreciate that.
0: Um, and you know, just to add on about how you come up with these dream match scenarios, like. Even with us, when we were doing like the fantasy warfare polls, I was Mm -hmm. like, man, even just doing this, which I would just grab a picture and then grab another picture. Like even doing those matchups, I wanted it to mean something and I wanted to have like some type of substance. And then even like while I would do the post, I would be like, man, even doing this shit, I can only imagine how like, you know, Mr. Dream feels when he's (laughs) like he's drawing
1: this shit, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, you know, I'm drawing it. I start daydreaming the, the the entire match in my head. I start daydreaming the promos that they will cut on each other. Nice. The the, the whole video package that whatever put company is putting this together would put before the match, like the hype right. video. I I daydream all that stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's it's gonna go beyond artwork. Like I have a vision for this that's yeah. gonna I think hopefully break down barriers within promotions mm-hmm. and. It'll be great for offense.
3: You you know and, and and I'm gonna date myself, you know, I don't know, you know how old you are, uh dream. But uh do you remember the, the claymation they used to have on M T V? What was uh Celebrity Deathmatch? Celebrity deathmatch. But in wrestling. Like it's awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like oh, man, you just gave Mr. Dream a new idea.
0: Celebrity Dream Match. <laughs> I,
1: I, I'm going to go buy some
2: K today. <laughs> bro, gonna, like,
3: bro, bro, hey, play. just take a couple of pictures. That's how they did it. <laughs> just giving you more work.
1: <laughs> now, now my wife's going to wonder why I'm taking a whole week away from her. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you playing with dolls? They're or action do figures.
0: <laughs> so you've been doing this for a while the the art pieces you you and your lady are involved with the dream match wrestling so kind of walk back with me and tell me when things started going left and you started probably getting the attention that maybe you didn't want to get
1: yeah so okay it's hard to really pinpoint uh but i i would say about three weeks ago i got i get notifications on my phone whenever uh Someone visits my site, and it tells, it tells me from where. So I got okay. one from the Philippines. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Someone from the Philippines is at my website. A few minutes later, I get a uh, a message from someone claiming to be from WWE asking for a cease and desist. And I'm like, that's really odd because the last person to visit my site came from the Philippines. They're reaching out to me through my website. It's, this is phony. This is fake. So I dismissed it. I did not pay attention to it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh then fast forward a couple weeks later, I get another more formal email and I got an actual email. And it was, yeah, it was uh their the WWE in-house lawyer asking me to do a cease and desist. I'm like, ah, yeah, okay. I figured at some point this would happen. I've tried to get in contact with wrestlers from WWE, but as we've seen what's transpired in the last few months, WWE's made it very clear that they own everything and that's the kind of people that they are and props to them because they built this and this built they built this empire and they put themselves in a in a space where they can basically just tell everyone fuck you i own it fuck you i own it." fuck you i own it
2: mm-hmm.
1: what so, the hell's a dream Match? Yeah. <laughs> oh, am i making any money off of it <laughs> you're fired <laughs> <laughs> i'm not making any money so i don't want you to make money but mm-hmm. that's the nature of them that's Right. I accepted I accepted that from WWE. Okay. So yeah, I complied. I complied with what I believed uh were the people that they actually own the rights to. I kept some on that I I like, hey, you know, I, I called bullshit on that. I don't think you own Kurt Angle, because Kurt Angle has a pro S&T shop and he, mm-hmm. he has his own website and he sells his merchandise. So I think he Do you know you like do you
0: it. know what exact shirts and specific designs they were like, nah, you gotta take this off, or you kinda had an idea of which ones?
1: Yeah, the first email, they told me to take down everything. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> they told me to take down everything. They threatened me with, uh, we've already contacted uh, Wix, who, obviously who runs my website. Uh, we contacted Instagram, Facebook, and they are on standby to take you down if you don't comply within the next three days. Can you say please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <I'm just> <laughs> Heck at least tell me if you like my art. Yeah. <laughs> well, what the
0: hell did you piss off from WWE?
1: Was it pretty? I don't know. No, I don't know. I didn't even know that they, they knew. we me. could
0: probably make a phone call to Conrad and mm-hmm. he could probably, like, you know, soil everything
1: out. But uh, I did contact some uh, artists within our community. Okay. That, okay. That I know that they've done season assist too. And they tell me, yeah, we know that guy. He's very common. Just take it down and. Try to bring it back up later or whatever. <laughs> like, wow! Just he's serious. It's a serious deal. So just mm-hmm. take it down. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'll, oh, I'll down. No. I'll take it down. No big deal. It's WWE. It was expected. Right. So that's that's not the one that broke my heart. <laughs>
3: okay. So so <laughs> then, and by the way, what up to uh, Iridian Fierro and the Good Brother both? Uh, Dirty Heels in the building. So go ahead. Yeah. So what happened next there, Mister Dream?
1: so a uh, so that 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 week uh i was actually in jacksonville and mm-hmm. i was just doing their work i was just working uh but a couple of people hit me up like hey i'm going to jacksonville too and i'm going to wear your shirt and stuff like that and they appeared on aw it's not the first time that uh a design of mine has appeared on AEW because brian pilmer jr and i hope i'm not giving him heat for this mm-hmm. he wore a design that i created that I, I created for um, Nathan McFly from 20 by 20 podcast.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. He commissioned me for that piece. Uh, he's been in contact with Brian Pillman Jr. They, they, they spoke and they had some sort of agreement. That it, I think I don't think that Brian Pillman Jr. has any rights to his father's name, which sucks, but he got on TV, he got on Dynamite, and he wore a shirt.
3: We actually have it so, on screen right now.
1: Yeah, and so I, actually,
0: I got, And I have that shirt too, by the way.
1: <laughs> yes thank you mario thank you very much for supporting us again you guys support us all the time so we yeah know, right, we really appreciate right. It. but uh yeah i mean uh he wore it which was a i you know i fanboyed out i geeked out like hey my of course. it's your <laughs> work my it's, yeah it's, it's your plan. work
0: it's your piece uh brian pillman jr is supporting it supporting not only you and 20 by 20 podcast but also
1: his father yeah yeah absolutely Big tribute to his father, which we all loved him, and we wish he was still around. Right, and then uh, fast forward, someone uh, wore a Dream Match Wrestling shirt mm-hmm. on, uh, on AEW Dynamite, mm-hmm. and then I started getting DMs from other people like, "Hey, I wore your shirt on, on AEW too," and they started sending me pictures, and I started posting as nice. many as I could that were that were legible that they were in AEW and were wearing my shirt, and uh, yeah. Next thing I know, I got that WWE cease and desist, the more serious one. Like, okay, I'll comply. I'll take everything down. The next day, I got an AEW cease and desist, and that one took me by surprise. It hurt. It hurt because I expect that from WWE, right? I did not fully expect that from AEW, who although. They're right, I guess, in a sense, uh, if they own the likeness. But that's another thing that strikes me as odd. Is like, man, that, you guys own likenesses too? You're, are you going that same route where you're owning these wrestlers and owning the names and and whatnot? Mm-hmm. And,
0: and to and, jump in, to jump in real real quick before you continue, it hurts in a different level than WWE because we know WWE is a monopoly, right? We know right. kind of based on reports and reports so, and stuff that we've seen on TV man, he wa- he's a dictator. He wants to control everything. And the essence of AEW was kind of bringing everyone together. We're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna uh, flag if you repost one of our videos or or anything like that. Because they kind of just came up with AEW, you know, through all in it. it was just an idea. And now for them to kind of do that to you, it's like, damn, you're kind of hypocritical here right and, and 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 i think you could agree with me when i say this too this is no shade to the bucks and cody because i'm pretty sure they're not even aware of this or at least Maybe, at the yeah. time they weren't yeah. even aware
3: of it
1: yeah uh that's another point i was gonna make is like man your your evps had a shirt that says cease and desist and and uh your other evp cody has been fighting for his last name and. Um, they've been in this fight before they, they know what it's like to get cease and desist. So I would think that they have some sort of understanding for entrepreneurs or people just trying to, to, to make a difference in the wrestling community. Uh, I guess it would be different than if you go on Alibaba or, uh, one of these websites yeah. that, you know, that, that are overseas and they, they basically steal designs and they sell <laughs> them. Right. That's they, different. they yeah. stole
2: your designs too.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. They stole my designs. I'm not stealing anyone's designs. I'm making them myself. Because right. one, one of their questions was um within, within, I think it was, I think 10 days they were giving me. Within 10 days, we want to know how much you made. And we also want to know where you procured these designs. Like, well, <laughs> I didn't. I procured them from my brain. I made them myself. Yeah, yeah. I didn't steal like you made it sound like I stole these designs. Right. It's
0: all fucked up,
1: man. <laughs> and, and then, yeah, in the in the email also made it sound like I was selling AEW merchandise. I wasn't selling AEW merchandise. I was selling my merchandise. Does it have AEW uh, talent in there? Yes. Because though that's the concept, the dream matches.
3: Yeah, but, but it te- it technically yeah. doesn't have the the actual character. Because again, again and, and that's what, what Bothered me, you know, when I was learning about this, because I see tons of things out there that, that people make like they draw the art. Right. They draw the, the likeness of the wrestler. Right. And sometimes they're fine with that. So, again, to me, when, when I look at your stuff like and, and again, that's why I wanted to make sure that we talked about you're drawing these. It's not like you're you're you know, you're taking the actual picture, you know, downloading a PNG and then changing the you know, the 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 the, the effect on it. No, you're doing this by hand. Every muscle, right. every stroke, is actually comes from your head. Which, again, if you were just copying, just a copy, hey, I, I could put a shirt together in two minutes if I wanted to do that.
1: Right. You yeah. Oh, I'll have a trillions of shirts. Yeah,
3: but but again, <laughs> like, and 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 I think where where they don't understand the the whole thing, and and this is the way that I see it. Right. You're you're thinking of it as a booker. Right. Because I I think I think all of us at the end of the day, you know, we sit here and, you know, most of our show is us fantasy booking. Right. So I think a lot of people get away from that. Like, you know, they they, want to go ahead and just argue, just argue to go against it. You know, you came up with, with an awesome idea. You came up with a look because if you actually look at your artwork, your artwork has branding behind it. Your artwork is the same. I can, I can look at on your website and, and see your logo and know that it goes with the stuff that you're doing. Why? Because it's coming from you, you know? Just because you're using, you know, somebody, let's say you grew up watching or somebody that, that you know, you admire. Or you say, you know what? These two got to be together. It doesn't mean that you're taking their likeness. You're drawing them. It's your Mark. artist uh, a rendition of them, you know? A- and
1: hey like i said before <laughs> some bullshit uh keep going <laughs> so and it's also i have i've been trying to contact the town i have been trying to contact the wrestlers i've been in contact with the wrestlers, mm-hmm. and i have showed them the dream matches that i've made and they're like oh man this is really cool can you send it to me and i sent it to them and you know it's all is good and uh so that's the other thing that hurt is at some point somewhere i'm not saying that the big guys know me at aw but people in aw do know me yeah Ryan from Pro Wrestling Tees knows me. We've we've talked about uh, a design for Aubrey Edwards that I was supposed to do. She went a different route, but we've been in contact. They know who Dream Match Wrestling is. So uh, the way they contacted me is what hurt because if mm-hmm. they had an idea to do something else, one, they can try to work with me and bring me on board. If they're not interested, then cool, that's fine. Just give me a, like, tell me, hey, we're gonna do something similar you're doing. We're not interested in bringing you on. But I would appreciate that more than just this email cease and desist. Very, you know, it was obviously a template, probably not even personalized mm-hmm. to me specifically. But yeah, it was uh, it was that. And then the very next day, they sent me that email. I, I took a time. I didn't want to talk about it because I was really hurt, and I- obviously, I didn't even, I didn't want to put uh, AEW on blast, or I didn't want to expose them the way I exposed WWE or talked about WWE uh i didn't want to talk about aw i don't want to cross that line with aw like i really like them i'm still in the honeymoon phase with that promotion
2: yeah i don't right.
1: want to start disliking them so i didn't talk about it but then the very next day uh one of my friends sends me a picture of the dream match shirt that they uh-huh. with young bucks and ftr and the mat, it, was no. not, <laughs> it was not exactly like mine but it's one of those copy my homework scenarios. Listen, was like, hey. it was
0: it was very dream match of Chase. <laughs> That's what it was.
1: So yeah, okay, uh, well,
0: yeah. so let me so let me pause you real quick. Because you're talking about this dream match shirt that they made between the Young Bucks and FTR, right? Mm-hmm. So if you put that shirt compared to like one of your art pieces, like even the format of it is very similar. And just going by the timeline, you get these two cease and desist back to back and then this they make the match announcement and then the following day they dropped the shirt it's kind of weird so yeah there's some there's some history between you and Ryan though from pro wrestling tees right
3: okay so uh, 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 uh real quick i'm sorry i have not gone to their shop dot aew.com right on purpose cuz i wanted to do it on the air right this is actually the first time that i'm watching the shirt pop up on my screen <clears throat> dude that looks just like yours, bro. <laughs> Not gonna lie, like at least do like a, a round design. You know what I mean? Like, you, you know, you uh, again to your stuff. Look, you... his gimmick. They just took his gimmick. Yo,
1: <laughs> I'm just saying. They, there's a very small detail in there that that really made me made it uh, like, oh man, they went all out with my with my format. Uh-huh. So what what what's the detail? On the top, I always put a slogan to the match. In very small funds. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically a slogan to get you to want to watch the match. And they did the very same thing. They uh, put a slogan uh, right on top of uh. Dream Match. Oh I see all it. Right. So,
0: I see it. You, so would you say so would you say you've had issues with Pro teas, T's or th- there's been like some there's been something there though, right? There,
1: there's so I'm very I've been very uh timid to to go all out with talking about Dream Match. Okay, so just whatever you feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, as in, um, I try not to talk too much with big companies about my brand, because at the time I didn't have anything pending with trademarks and copyright. I was still trying to figure all that out. It's just me and my girl, basically. Mm -hmm. And we're just a two, two person team. We don't really have any big money behind it. You don't have a
0: team working behind it. It's just Yasu. You
1: don't have a team of lawyers in the Philippines. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So something that it may take uh, AEW 30 seconds to do, it may take us two years to figure out because, you know, it's our own money and we got to figure out what to do. So now our trademark is pending. So now I'm a little bit more comfortable talking about Dream Match Wrestling. But um, before I started anything, before I even started an Instagram page, the first thing I tried to do was reach out to Pro Wrestling Tees. I okay. sent them, uh, I went to the Create Your Own Stores uh, section, and I wrote them a message saying, hey, I have this idea. I want to do this. I don't have any followers. I don't, I don't... any of that. I'll I need mean, to pay the seven dollars fee that you guys are asking for. And then they came back to me with, no, uh, you, like basically, I, Something around the fact that one, I didn't have the followers and two, that I don't have the rights to the likeness of any of the wrestlers, which they're right, but that's kind of why I was going to them first, because yeah. they kind of have uh, these contract with wrestlers and we can work together. So right. okay, they turned me down and then <clears throat> you know, I'm going to have to do this on my own. So weeks later, I started gathering the money to go get a website and all that stuff, and we're ready to, to get the website. We're ready to buy the domain. oh, Domain is not available. Why? And then we go to uh this website that tells you who owns domains and stuff like that and lo and behold it's one hour tees aka pro wrestling teams yo that is so sketch and it tells you the date when they when they when they bought it so the date is right right there when Uh, did they buy uh, it uh i think it was august 18th 2018. and this was like what
0: like a day a day after you had the conversation with them or
1: it was about about like a week after So that told me, okay, maybe they either, I don't want to say that they stole my idea, but maybe they already had this idea. Well, we'll say it for you. They fucking stole your idea. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if if this was a court of law and we're looking at at times, I don't think they ever thought about DreamMatchWrestling.com before that. Just saying. So I go to the
1: website, I go to their their website, DreamMatchWrestling.com. They haven't put anything up. They still haven't and put just, anything up. <laughs> yeah, they, ha- they still haven't put
3: anything up. So, like, all right,
1: then you know what? I need to hurry up. I'm gonna make Dream Match Wrestling.shop. Yeah, and I'm gonna hurry up and put. I'm gonna get so big on Instagram as big as I can get, to the point that if they ever do something, there's gonna be a small part of their audience that's gonna say, "Hey, this is similar to what Dream Match Wrestling is doing. Or, this, this, someone already has this." Or mm-hmm. you know, I was like. I just gotta, I gotta make it known that because this is my shot to make something really important or something I feel that I'll be um, providing to the wrestling fans. I, I gotta contribute in some way or another yeah. because I'm such a fan. I'm so passionate, and I've always, that's all I ever wanted to do is contribute to the industry that I love. Whether I tried being a wrestler didn't work out. I tried, <laughs> I tried different other ways of getting into the business and. It didn't align with my passions, but my passion is drawing and my passion is wrestling. And I try to combine those two in a unique way. Because I didn't just want to be uh, another wrestling artist that just draws designs and slaps on my shirt. I wanted to
2: mm-hmm.
1: change something. So uh, so yeah, like I don't want this taken from me. And I and I also don't want it to be a cookie cutter and Mickey Mouse version of what I'm doing. I want I want it to be I want it to be done correctly. I want it to be done right. Right, hence look at their shirt. Look at mine. Yeah. I illustrate mine from the jump. From the, from from, I spent hours illustrating mine. My, my work, and they literally just took a picture of the Took a picture. The, of, they know, use their fo- their their stock pictures, man. <laughs> yeah, they use a stock picture. They put a crappy filter on it and slapped it on the shirt and called it a day. So that- when that when that shirt dropped, because um, I
0: wasn't aware of the shirt until you showed me the shirt, and I'm like, holy shit, they took your shit, but. Before you was even aware of the shirt, did you like get like messages or DMs for people saying like, "Yo,
1: they took your idea"? Yeah, that's how I got. Uh, that's how I found out about it. Someone sent me the picture like, "Yo, they're literally taking your idea like as we speak." Like, what? Wow. Like this, They just posted this. Like, yeah, they just posted this right now. <laughs> <Wow. sighs> and I still didn't say anything. I still took a day. I took yeah. a day. Uh, I I emailed. Um, I I replied to their cease and desist letter and I told them, hey, I complied with everything you guys said. I took all my shirts down, but this is what I've been doing for the past two years. This is my concept. This is the idea I I came up with. I noticed that you guys came out with something similar yesterday and I didn't accuse them of anything, but it is very, you know, it's kind of obvious like, hey, I get a cease and desist and the very next day, you guys put on a shirt similar to mine. You're trying to move on. it may be that you're trying to move on with this idea just without me, or just right. Yeah. Right. You make it sound original, and it's not. So I basically, and it, it hurts me because I'm I, I'm very prideful, Uh but I'll say it on air. I begged, I literally begged them in that yeah. email not to take this idea from me. I told them, please work with me. Uh, we've been working really hard. We've been putting a lot of money into this. Don't just take this away from me. Right. So, um, so yeah, I didn't hear anything from them for the, the day, and I was talking to you, uh, Mario. We we were
0: having a conversation, and yeah. I felt like heartbroken for you because, like, I maybe to a different level because you actually, you know, you uh, you put so much time in your art pieces and stuff. But like for me, even just building lucha, or whatever, um, with with our social media point of view, like. I put time into it, so even when they, like, for whatever reason, they they shut down our page for, like, I think, like, a couple hours one day, I felt so heartbroken just because of that, and this was just, like... I told Leo, I'm like, bro, I, I'm, I'm like, I so heartbroken right now. I, I was fucked up mentally.
3: I was actually painting a room in my house, and, and I felt so bad too, and so pissed off that, that we got blocked. That I also remember the picture I sent you. I was like, right. this is the face I gotta make when I when I gotta stop what I'm doing. Because okay, so so again, it, it, these are our babies, right? Yeah. It's not like like. We're making millions off of this. You know, we do it at the end of the day. We do it because of a passion. We do it because, you know, we, we enjoy wrestling. We enjoy the storytelling. We grew up with it. That is something that, that is connected to, to our past that, you know, you want to give back. You know what I mean? Right. And, and this is one of the things that Mario and I talked about when we first started talking about e- even just when we first met each other. You know what I mean? Like we met each other out of the blue. And then people think that we've grown up together. No, this is this is something that connects people. You know what I mean? This is something that connects people. So you taking the time because we all work, we all have our day jobs. We there's a lot of things that we do. And when you take that time to put it in and they take that away from you when you are trying to work with them, you know what I mean? A- again, you came up with the idea. That, that that's what resonates with me the most. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You and and I understand that a lot of people come up with ideas, but you actually took it a step further. Where, you know what? I came up with the idea. Let me put it together. He, you know, he
0: created a he created a brand. Of course, That's what,
3: he did. what up to Jose Gonzalez? Uh, he wants to know what's going on. Well, what's going on is we're actually telling you. Uh, just go ahead. I don't want to rant. <laughs> so, the rant so, is yours. <laughs> so, dream, so
0: dream. and I are, are having this conversation, and I could tell he's like very emotional rightfully so because it's like they kind of just ripping off a part of you you know with and and like i said i think i even said this before we even started recording today you know you're a very positive dude you and your lady you guys post nothing but positive uh your message or you're coming across with your art and everything you do is nothing but positive like i've never seen anything negative come from your brand until like when you posted these people on blast but that was like a different (laughs) story so I'm trying to talk, I'm trying to talk you off the ledge. (laughs) And you was telling me how like, you felt like you wanted to do a post, you know, to, to, you know, put it out there or whatever. And I told you, (laughs) I told you, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. If that's what you want to do, do it. But I was like, wait like a couple of days or whatever, you know, like, and then within an hour you did the post and I thought something else happened. So I instantly like reached out to you. I'm like, what the hell happened? (laughs) And, (laughs) bro, so so, what
1: happened so you did the post and what happened so yeah man it was it was just a i was in a crappy mood man i was just in a crappy mood it was an impulsive decision i made i wish i would have seen your message where you said wait two weeks because that might have calmed me down a little bit but right, i was right, right. i was alone no one there to talk to me but my own brain and you know Sometimes Do you it. talk Yourself into You're Some stupid shit your Do it Do a dream yeah. Do it dream yeah. <laughs> Damn, Fuck those guys yeah, They're to Take your <laughs> It's like Like the uh, yeah. The high school Version of me Was there with the like, Bandana, like, uh, all right,
0: man, yo, man, fuck no, them, they man. Tried they, tried
1: you, they tried you,
3: bro. They tried you. All of our inner Cholo came out. Like, yo, are going to let them talk to you yeah. like that, bro? <laughs>
1: they don't know who you are,
0: dude?
2: They don't know so, who you are?
0: <laughs> you, do, you do the post, and, dude, you start fucking trending uh, to the point that you made the dirt sheets.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like in an hour. Within an hour, I, I was getting... DM some DMs. I don't even think I've been able to have a chance to check them yet. Like, just DM after DM, comments after comments. No. I, I was seeing people reposting and putting on stories. Uh, it was making its way on Facebook, and um, yeah, like you said, the dirt sheets. Some uh, one of my friends messaged me, like, yo, you made, you made the dirt sheets. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I mean, like... <laughs> and listen, even like, let's say
0: if you're like a casual fan, right. And you're not aware of like some of the stuff that you're doing or anything like this. Like if you just take the graphic of like one of your pieces and then you take the shirt that they they did or whatever and you put it side by side, you're like, yo, what the fuck? You you it's self-explanatory. You mm-hmm. kind of see that something something's up here, you know?
1: Right. Yeah. And and one thing I want to clarify that everybody at home, everyone listening to this a lot of people make the argument that i was profiting off of wrestlers yeah. i didn't profit like any money you made went right back to whatever i whatever i paid to do it or whatever it just went right back into the brand mm-hmm. or right, went right back into the company because i don't know if you guys know this but any website that you see up Tell costs money it costs money to keep it up it costs money to do it it takes time Away from whatever your full time job is, it takes time away from your family. It takes time, like Leo. I'm sure you're you're very familiar with this, and Mario too. Like hours staying up at night, sleepless nights, coming up with. You're not. You're, I might not even be drawing. I'm just. I'm just thinking. I'm just trying to fix uh, something that happened on the website. Something technical that happened. The yeah. But, but, uh, and, some distribution problem. Whatever.
3: And and that's a that's the thing, Dream. Like, and we were talking about this off the air. Now, a, a lot of people think you know what, all this stuff is just turning on the mic and going. All this stuff is just, you know, turning on your camera and going. You know, oh, you know, influencers do it. Dude, when you see an influencer doing stuff, that means because they have a whole team behind them. You know what I mean? Like we're basically owner, CEO, painter, construction guy, electronics. You know, we, it's everything. But again, it, when you go somewhere, right, and you go to somebody's website, yeah, it looks nice, but there's a lot of coding involved. There's a lot of, 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 you know, you have to kind of, hey, if I click here, I need to make sure that it goes to the right page and it doesn't send somebody to the wrong one. Again, all this stuff, people just assume. And I think that's that's the biggest issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? People always assume. And, and again, I think the three of us here have the utmost respect for wrestlers because we've looked into. I think the three of us probably looked into being a wrestler at one point or the other. Not going to lie. <laughs> Right, so there you go. I,
0: got, I got my story.
3: <laughs> show <of> hands. <laughs> you know what I mean? But but again, and I think we all watched that MTV uh, "I Want to Be a Wrestler" show. I don't know if you guys oh, remember yeah. that one. <laughs> I the do. guy was like all oh, messed up. But again, we have respect for the people that do it. When we talk about things here, and 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 we talk negatively, if you will, is because we would love to have that opportunity, and that's how we would do it. Right? Again, it's not. we don't assume, hey, being a wrestler is a real, th- you know, it's, it's an easy thing. We don't assume, hey, traveling, oh, anybody can get in a car and travel with their friends. No. We understand We understand because we look into what the back office stuff works. You know what I mean? I think all of us at one point or another had the idea, hey, we could put a house show together for a couple of, uh, you know, independent wrestling. I know because I thought of that. I know, hey, some, maybe I want to commentate a wrestling show. I know, Mario, we, you and I talked about that already. Again, but these are things – that we take the idea, but now we look into it. So it's our baby. That's why, that's why I started with that, it being our baby, because nobody understands. And I think even our family members, oh, you're doing that lucha stuff. Hey, that's for kids. You're doing
0: that lucha stuff. <laughs> I get tell that all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, go ahead. So, so Dream, so, okay, so you get the cease and desist. They put out the shirt um you you finally had it up to here with this everything you do the post and then you get uh another email right mm-hmm.
1: yes i got another email um which that email was very friendly like hey uh yeah we're always looking into uh gang partnerships or creating partnerships send us your proposal send us your proposal this person uh, i won't say her name but she works for jacksonville jaguars so, I mean, that's, that's in her title is Jacksonville Jaguars wasn't a W. She's like, I'll send your proposal out. I'll, 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 I'll give the proposal to them. And then I'm reading this, like, uh, do you have Instagram? <laughs> do you know <laughs> what's going on right now? Like, oh my God, do they even know what I just did? What did I just do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, oh uh, no. <laughs> While this whole craziness is going on, I'm trying to remain composed and I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna type up a proposal real quick. I type up the proposal, I give it to, to my girl. I'm trying to do this quick. I'm not the most grammar gifted person. I'm not very I'm not very good at, at English, period. Yeah. Uh she is. She's she's good at grammar and all that stuff. I tell her, hey. Look at this proposal real quick, tell me if it's good. And then she not only starts correcting the grammar, but she starts like recomposing the whole thing. Oh, she, come on, she, have... <laughs> she
0: starts remixing your proposal.
1: That's a key. Yeah, part. she starts Yeah, yeah. Well <laughs> no, she's she's like, Hey, you need a header, you need to do this, and you need you should have examples of what the dream exercise. said. oh my god. That's not how you time. spell <laughs> it. You spell it this yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, you're being redundant here. Blah blah blah. Like I, oh my god! And I'm just like looking at the time. Like we gotta send this out to them like as soon as possible.
3: We right. send it out
1: to them. And then I get uh, and the thing is still going on Instagram. And then I get the another email saying, "Hey, I just tried to call you. Can you call me back?" Oh. So I okay. I call them, and sure enough, it's, it's it's the lady that's been emailing me this whole time, and she's uh, she's saying, "Hey, okay, so I'm all good with sending you the proposal." But the thing is, you're putting me in a bad spot where I'm going to recommend you for this proposal, but you're sort of bad mouthing us on Instagram.
2: Oh,
0: and I'm just like,
1: I'm like, oh my God, dude. Like, I should have listened story. to Mario. <laughs> so
0: <just> so, so <laughs> at that moment, you kind of gave yourself a congratulations. Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> so if you had the button, please. Right, we're getting the button.
2: Congratulations! You played yourself.
3: There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> it's made of just. Oh, t-
0: dream, bro. Oh. And, and, I'm not- and yeah. And, and no, okay, no, so- I was gonna
1: say this part about you. I was gonna say this part about you. Oh, I'm like, go ahead, go ahead. like go ahead. if only someone had told me. And I get on Instagram like, oh, it's a message from Prolu Challenge Sanders. What did he say, Mario? If I was you, I would wait about two weeks. I'm like, ah, oh. who's <laughs> 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 <It was> right? <laughs>
0: And and, but, and and I'm just that listen, and I'm like this with all of my friends or, or someone that I care about. I we all kind of get into our own head, our own feelings, our emotions get the best of us. And I'm the type of person I it takes a lot for me to get offended. It takes a lot. And yeah. Leo's kind of the opposite. So there's been times that I've talked Leo off the edge. Yeah. Sam the same way too. <laughs> was been a, I was times I've but- talked Sam off the
3: I lights, was I was supposed to clap back and then and then that's what the young kids are saying. I was supposed to clap back <laughs> and then Mario was like, "No, don't clap back. Just let, let it chill out." But he did give me a list of everything that I had to say just in case I had to, but I didn't. So thank you, Mario. Because
0: <laughs> it, it takes not and listen, I'm not perfect. I'm you know I have my flaws too. But when it comes to like getting your letting your emotions and your feelings get letting get like the best of you, I try not that to happen to me because. Right. At the end of the day, you're going to look back at it one day. It could be years from now. It could be a couple of days from now. It could even be hours from now. And you're and you're going to give yourself a congratulation, Like, what the fuck was I thinking? So you got to so, – and like I said, you're my friend. So I'm – as I – I could only imagine how you feel. I don't want you to do something drastic. And then <laughs> things started changing to the positive. But then they hit you with like – but you're kind of putting us on blast. And you're like, fuck.
1: Yeah, so I and then again, my mind is still, ta- you know, I still have the good and the bad talking to me. Right. The good angel, the bad, the the bad demon, or whatever you want to call it, talking like, okay, what if they're just saying this to you to get you to take it down? Or what if they're just dangling the carrot of yeah. you know this proposal? Hey, we might work with you, but you've got to, hey, you've got to take us off of your Instagram, you got to take us off of your social media. So like, all right, let me just be smart. Like, okay, what do I have to do? right now for you to still consider my proposal. She's like, yeah, well, I told her, do you want me to take it down? Do you want me to issue a public apology? What do you need me to do? She said, she doesn't need me to do a public apology, but she would like for me to take it down. I'm like, all right, done. I went ahead, took it down. She sent me an email back. She's like, I'm going to go ahead and move your your proposal forward. And I still haven't heard back from them, but that's one thing that I'm still hopeful for. (laughs) At least they know who I am. At least they're legal. You, too. you no got,
0: thing. you made some noise. Yeah, you sure. got, while well, you did get some bad attention, but you got some good attention too. So, you're still waiting for AEW. So that door is not technically closed. It's at least cracked open, right? So there's right. some type of dialogue there. Right. Um, obviously with WWE, they, had, you know, that's not even a part of the conversation. But right. what else came out of this, like? Well, what's the state of Dream Match Wrestling right now?
1: So the the state is just to keep on going. So we we took down where our site is under construction. So we're just figuring out a way to still continue bringing Dream Matches to life uh, in any way possible. Uh, we still have to, you know, we have to pay the bills of being on, online and and website and trying to get our name bigger and bigger and bigger. Try to grow money, grow a brand on social mm-hmm. media. You don't just get followers. People don't just start following you out of the blue. They've got to hear it from somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that's where you got to do Instagram ads and things like that, whatever, sponsored ads. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the mindset right now is we're still grinding. We're still working. We're still figuring out ways to continue doing this. And now that basically this secret door that I was trying to keep, sort not closed, but I was trying to keep it ajar, per se, because I didn't want anyone to just walk in and take my idea. For now, of course. Now that the trade in is is pending, and something that my girlfriend looked up that basically with copyrights that once you put it on paper, on some form or another, you kind of own the copyright in in a sense, or you still have some you know right to it. So like okay, now I feel a little bit more confident. AW knows me, WWE knows me. I'm no longer a secret. So now I'm uh, a little more confident reaching out to people. So I spent last week. Uh, Count uh, like a number of sleepless nights, just contacting anybody that made their contact information available. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of those people was Kurt Angle. Okay, uh, he like Kurt Angle before. I tried to reach out to him before, but I only was able to reach out to him via DM because he was still working for WWE at the time. Now that he's out of WWE, he made a uh, website available on his uh, Instagram where you can buy his stuff, his shop, or whatever. And I'm like, all right, there's got to be a contact that's on there somewhere. So I found a couple of contacts. I I reached out to all of them. (laughs) I copied all of them on the email. That's the way to do it, bro. That's the way to do it. I just copied all of them on the email. uh, Every contact from there, even if it was a secretary. I didn't care. Uh, And then the next day, the next morning, uh, one of his representatives, uh, his title, I think, is is wrestling manager, reached out to me. Reached out to me. We had a phone conversation a 30 minute phone conversation uh, i don't know if he's comfortable with me saying his name so i just won't right now that's fine uh, that's fine i told you guys but i'm not going to right 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 that's
2: fine we
0: we got to keep a cafe, brother yeah cafe. <laughs> i also don't want to jinx
1: anything so right, um,
0: right
2: right right right
1: so he he was, he told me he's like hey i'm blown away by by the artwork and we're we're thinking about doing this and this I would like to know if you and 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 your girlfriend are on board to do it, and I said yes, we're on board. I didn't I didn't even have to check in with her <laughs> yeah, we totally were doing it. I think that's the one decision
3: I think that's the one decision where she's okay with you making the decision for both of you
1: <laughs>
3: taking out the garbage we're not so much you mean to
1: tell me we're actually going to get paid for this now
3: but but again, Dude, like, but that's the thing Dream like again and that's why you know we keep going back to this and uh, Jose from the Regans of Wrestling which by the way uh, shout outs to Jose he started working with Sports Kedia Wrestling he put up his first show he says people don't realize the amount of work that goes into producing anything especially a live show i've been doing it for the past 5 years so again it it's your baby right so and and at the end you know a lot of a lot of people that get into music they stop doing it why because it takes up more of your time than you actually have to pay the bills you know i'm pretty sure if you go to any construction site any electrician you're going to find somebody that say you know what i would have loved to do this i would have loved to do that you know, and, and I tell Mario this all the time. I'm 38 right now. I've been working since I was 14. The last Are you 38? Really I'm actually 38. 1982. Um, the 38. the last five years, I haven't worked as much mentally and physically as I have, but I've been the happiest. Mm-hmm. I've been the happiest because you know what? I could be tired, but if I come in here and I have an issue that I need to figure out, okay, I like that. I like that challenge. There's sometimes where I text Mario and he's like, "Calm down, Leo." It's like midnight go to sleep <laughs> you know what I mean because like my head's always going but again it's it's our baby so yep. again don't stop whatever you need from us bro we're here and I think the, the people that listen to us and watch us you know they, they see the same way because it's always been like that since day one you know we, we do this because we enjoy it you know shit we used to do it from a fucking room and in my, my kids room but like a fake green screen behind us so <laughs> but again you, you work into it, you know, you, you work up to it. And and we you know, we wish you people always say, you know, we wish you nothing but the best. But, you know, just by him wearing the shirt, I, I feel bad I don't have my Lucha shirt on. Um uh, but I'm I saying that, but 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 <laughs> our idea has always been from day one, you know, it, you know we were given this opportunity. I was given this opportunity and and, and I looked into it and, and we were able to do something. But with Mario and with everybody that, that we're doing at Los Radio we're giving everybody the same opportunity. Why? Because that's all you need. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. To, that opportunity is going to take you from, Hey, I, I, I need to make more time to do this to now I have the time to do it. You know what I mean? And I think with, with your, with your artistry, I think that's the word I'm looking for. um, Dude, the world is yours to take, man. And and we're here with you for whatever you need. Like I'll say it on mm-hmm. the air. I'll say it off the air. I'll say it whatever. Like, because again, and, and it goes to you need to have that that camaraderie, you know, within us. You know, I think WWE took that and, and drew us into your into our mind, like oh, we're gonna take over everything and forget about the in-. nah, dude. Like at the end of the day, what wrestling is? It's a it's a rotating circus. It's a traveling circus, and I think all of us are attracted to something like that. You know, so that's why here, like you know, dude, we've had you on. We're gonna have you again if you want to be here every week. We have no problem. Why? Because <laughs> that, you know, we like we talk about wrestling at shows. Again, the first time that I met Mario, I didn't know him. He didn't know me. We talked for about like forty minutes about Macho Man and Hulk Hogan. So <laughs> again, that's what it is. Yeah,
0: Leo's Leo Leo's wife thought I was a degenerate.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, I don't want you hanging out with him. <laughs> but uh so
0: uh you you were talking about some of the things you're working on you you also made a really dope shirt for the pope
1: yes yeah i was just gonna talk to him because i'm sure he'll tell me hey you didn't talk about me
0: (laughs) (laughs) congrats to him because he's the new uh nwa television champion but he you made a a fucking nice tribute to like mj (laughs) also with that shirt
1: yeah yeah so it was like uh that was like one of the good news of the week was when he won the uh nwa television championship and i was just like i need i needed something to get me out of this funk and when i saw that he won that i like the image came i know he's a big michael jackson fan mm-hmm. I, was, I, I know that much about him um I'm like man i think it would mean the world to him if i just drew this up real quick i drew it up man and he was like oh hell yeah like i gotta put this on a shirt and Thank you so much. And he's a really emotional guy. Don't let the uh, the gimmick fool you. Yeah. He's a he's one of the nicest guys I've, I've met. Like he's a hustler, and he, he tries to, to make things happen for people that are close to him, um, people that that have done favors for him. He tries to return the favors back. Uh, so yeah, he's he's a he's a really really nice guy. And it's kind of funny how it came about meeting him and 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 no, and like us almost being friends now at this point. Uh, but it's just you never know the people that you've met in your past who that person will lead you to into the future. So uh, when I was when I was a teenager, I started wrestling for a company called ICW, Independent Championship Wrestling. Not not the I, not the mm-hmm. Insane Championship Wrestling. <laughs> uh, there's and- so many
0: ICWs too because there's an ICW out here in Jersey called uh, yeah. uh, ICW Norhold Bard that's run by Danny Dement- Demento. So there's so many different ICWs.
1: Yeah. yeah there's this one goes back like old school, uh, 2000 in, in Miami, and uh-huh. it's just funny how that little we they used to call us Rugrats because we used to bump on the carpet when we first started. Okay. And, uh, kudos to the, to the to the owner there. His name is is, is George. Uh, he called himself Scorpio. He was able to take that small group, and it's funny when you think about that little small group of people what they kind of turned into now. Because in that small group, I'll talk about Diamante, who's in AEW right now. At the time, she was Angel Rose. Uh, there's, uh, Ricky Martinez, Max Stardom, who at the time was Trigger. Uh, there's, there was even the photographer, the AAW's uh, main photographer, his name is Speedy. He came from Miami. He came from that same organization. So, uh, it's nuts that that's how I ended up meeting Pope was basically through the, through that group of people, that circle of people. And now I would, I never thought that someone that I met on TV would, would be a phone call away.
3: And and it's funny because Samuel Shaw also signed with the WWE. Uh, he's on their website, ICW Miami. Um, so that's another guy.
1: Again, uh, that's, that, ah.
0: Dexter Dexter Loomis. Dexter oh Loomis. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. So
1: uh, yeah, he came. He he came in. Uh, that's when the company started growing a little bit, and they were able to afford talent to actually pay them. But that it, he wasn't from the very small group of people
3: yeah, from the beginning, basically bumping on carpet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And and you know what? And it's funny because you said something, you know, you, you don't know who you're going to meet along the way. And you know where, where, where life takes you. And I think that that actually shows you your your acumen as a person where, you know, if you're a nice guy, people see that. And, and I think there's a lot of fake people, uh, especially with social media, and especially with, with you know, what people are nowadays where, you know, somebody like the Pope or, or anybody who or even, you know, with us, Hey, you know, we're going to treat you the same. Now we're going to treat you the same, you know, 10 years from now. And, and I think that shows, you know, your, your character as a, as a person, you're not doing this for the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? You, you're a good guy at heart. And and I think, and, and I, no, I'm not, I'm not saying that for the show. I'm just telling you straight up. <laughs> uh, but what I, what I think happens is again, we get caught up in the, in, you know, in the zeros and ones of life where hey it's a number I'm, I'm not making money off of this i'm not making money somebody else should but that's not the case you know that's not the case and again you're you know you, you guys are a small team you know b- bumping on carpets that's what you guys are doing right now you know right. five years from now ten years from now dude we're gonna see you everywhere man that's all i know mario
0: well dream um man it it, it was really a crazy two weeks for you dude. like so how do you so now that that not saying like the dust has settled but like how are you mentally how um how does your wife feel about everything like um and obviously you're still working on stuff which is a great thing and one of the things i told you privately was like no matter what happens do not just give up on your brand i told you that i'm like do not give up on it because look at where you've come from look at what you built so far so no matter what happens i told you don't give up your brand and something good is going to come out of
2: this
1: yeah so i man i thank you very much for and neil too for all the kind words you guys are are saying and everything you've done for me for the past two weeks well even before that but the past two weeks you've been there for me uh, Mm -hmm. i just needed to vent with somebody anybody that will listen (laughs) so uh i'm in a i'm i'm in a really good place right now i you know there's nothing concrete there's nothing uh you know for certain there never is really but i'm hopeful and i've been able to smile for the past few days which been has been a rare thing the past two weeks was yeah. for me to be happy about something uh so, right. so yeah we're we're still working my girlfriend's uh she's the way she feels is uh She's happy too. She's just happy that I'm happy. One, because she knows. you even—I yeah,
0: remember the the video that you posted, like after you took like the post down, and I think like a couple of days later, you did a video, kind of a uh, addressing without addressing the elephant in the room, mm-hmm. kind of thanking the people that supported you. And I believe in that message. You also said that you know your lady, she she held you down and yeah. she was there for you. You know, I obviously I was trying to talk you off the edge in, in, in a different way, like, "Hey, don't do nothing drastic or whatever, blah blah blah." But right. like, yeah. your 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 lady, your wife, was there with you, like, in an emotional level.
1: Yeah, when and she's been like that from the beginning, right? Uh, whenever I'm super focused on something, I kind of shut down to everybody else. It's like I can't focus on anything else until I finish this task. <laughs> so, like. I, I'm hours and hours of doing something and her, instead of, you know, what she's doing is she's basically being everything. She's being both of us in, in one person. She's taking care right. of the things that I should be taking care of, but she's going ahead and she's taking care of it for me, or she's taking care of it. She's paying this or she's doing that. She's doing the groceries. she's doing whatever the case may be that needs to be done. She's re- she's awesome. Like uh, I can't say enough good things about her. And during this whole process, man, she's understands, Hey, okay, you're in a bad place. I'm going to give you space. I'm going to let you calm down. I'm holding everything down. Don't worry about none of the things that need to be done. I, I'll take care of it. I got you. And she's been super supportive. And now, you know, all these good things are possibly going to happen or, or right. she's just happy. She's like, Oh, you're, you're smiling. And like, I'm happy. Like, as long as you're good, I'm good. And, and that's how she's been. And, I love her to death, man. <laughs> There's not, not enough good things I could say about her. So when this
0: first happened, you, you kind of even said it on here how you were like, Man, I don't want to hate AEW, but they really have you like in a tough position with everything that was going on. So like right now, like even you watching wrestling, like how do you feel about it? Are you like back to like I oh, just watch <laughs> wrestling? Or did you kind of like take yourself away from it for a bit?
1: So I knew I was coming to the show. So Uh I was like, man, I really hope that they don't talk about wrestling like this. (laughs) Okay, Dream. Okay, Dream. We have have a show about wrestling. wrestling. (laughs)
3: We're not going to talk about What do you want to talk about? Badminton? (laughs) Basketball? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like It's a wrestling show. Of course, we're going to talk about wrestling. Man, all right. I need to watch some wrestling because I've been up to date with AEW, except for the past two weeks, because I was like... I don't really. Mean, I want like I could watch it, but it's almost like no, listen, a
0: dream. Be honest, you at the, be honest. The last two weeks, and you're like, man, fuck <laughs> like, no,
1: a. Especially if these one of these motherfuckers comes on that TV show with that shirt on,
3: <laughs> it, it's gonna it's gonna hurt you. You you were trying to yeah. watch AAA. Like, how do you say season? This is in español. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so
0: so you haven't really been watching AEW but have you been watching anything? And do you like feel yeah. weird watching it?
1: Or, or what's grabbing uh, your attention? I ah, mean, uh, well, AEW has been grabbing my attention, and I mean, I'm very critical by AEW. I have mm-hmm. like a 50-50 with them. This is before anything happened with. Them. Yeah, <laughs> now it's now it's more like it's more like a 25/75. <laughs> more 25-75. So it's like I'm interested sometimes in what they're doing, and then other things I'm just like, like I I I don't like it, I, and I can't disguise it. I can't like uh, I'll talk about two. It was two weeks ago. When my shirt appeared on AW, they had the championship match between Lance Archer and Moxley. Yeah. Okay. And I'm just going to talk about this one example. They, that whole show, uh, they were doing uh, Lance Archer attack Moxley. They were building it. They were building it to something really big. Lance Archer attacks Moxley out of nowhere. Then Lance Archer's doing an interview. Moxley attacks him. I'm like, yo, this is building to something really big tonight. right. And this whole time, they've been building Lance Archer as a monster. And the guy, right. there, same guy that was in, in New Japan, attacking security guards or whatever he does. And then they have this hardcore match. And he loses to, like, this little crucifix roll-up. It's just, like, mm-hmm. there's a little roll-up that puts him away. One, two, three. It's over. Suddenly, Kingston and, and his people are in the ring. They hit Lance Archer with a chair. And these little referees just sort of chew him away. and Like what? They Wait, they, made, they made they made Lance Archer
0: this small in that episode. Yeah,
1: I, I'm like, oh my god! I'm all for Eddie Kingston versus Moxley. Right, right. But he did kind of already get a shot. He did kind of get already get a match. That's like, something what? that
0: we've yeah. addressed the last couple of weeks when it comes to like the Eddie Kingston and and John Moxley story. It's like what. Like I feel like they've they've kind of got the viewer invested now with their promos, but like right. the essence of the actual feud, like the root of it, really didn't make any sense because Eddie Kingston lost, regardless right. whether he passed out or whatever you want to put yeah. it, however you want to word it,
1: he yeah. lost his match against John Moxley. Exactly, and 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 it's and then what does it do to the talent, the other, the talent around it? Because usually when you have storylines and really good storylines, build other characters, right? But you've got this storyline between Eddie Kingston and John Moxley, and someone who's really suffered from it was Lance Archer. Because what has happened with him since? I don't even think he's been on TV. I don't think you could. You could say the same
0: thing about Brian Cage too. Yeah, Brian Cage, Cage coming from Impact had he was like right here. He was so high. He had so much stock on him. He gets signed by AEW, and he has this. I'll say. A good program with John Moxley, but ever since that, he's been just wrestling on Dark. And you know, with the FTW championship, everybody was excited for it. But like, what has he really done with that championship? It's not like how it was used in ECW. I, and that's one of the thing things with AEW. I, I'm listening. I'm critical on AEW too. Don't get me wrong. Do I love the product? Yes, but there's some things that are questionable. Even coming out of this week, where I'm like, what the fuck? But like. The most popular thing that people say now, it's like, oh, when someone gets released or somebody leaves the company, it's like, oh, they should go to AEW. Like, People need to understand, (laughs) their roster is so stacked. Mm -hmm. We don't need more people in AEW because there's a bunch of talent in AEW that are not getting used right.
3: Well, just look at whoever's on AEW Dark, right? Any one of those people that is on there, they could be called up, if you will, to the the main show, and they can kill it. You know, right. and, and and but but again, we okay. With everything that's going on, right? Time is money, so if you're just throwing people out there just to throw them out there, give it a purpose. Especially if you're on national TV. Especially if you know viewership is that is that it's it's peak because now you're going head to head with um with NXT. You know what I mean? Like again, you got the. Nowadays you don't have any credible heels. Archer and, and and the other guy, I forget his name, they're both credible heels. They have a look. You know what I mean? Even if if you if if you put them up against enhancement talent, right? You're still putting them in, in a position for them to look bigger than what they are. You're totally right with Archer, with him, you know, getting hushed away by the little referees, he should at least throw two or three of them into the crowd. At but, least, yeah,
0: they didn't. And they didn't protect Archer at all.
1: Of course, yeah, and it's like he completely forgot that he got hit in the chair in, in the back with a chair. Like he should be in some sort of program versus the Lucha Bros. I, I, honestly, you can make an argument that this could be a this should be a triple threat match.
0: It could be. It could be.
1: It could, yeah. be. It could even um, be a four way with Brian Cage if they would have been building him from 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 that last lock.
0: The yeah, yeah. AEW booking has been questionable. And even going to like this past week's show, I, I get that it was taped. Like, in my opinion, I thought NXT Halloween Havoc smoked AEW this week. I
1: watched it, by the way.
0: Halloween Havoc, Visually. top to yeah. bottom, was such a great show. I think it might have been one of their best two hours since they've been um, since the Wednesday Night Wars. And this yeah. is during a pandemic era. I thought Halloween Havoc was such a fun show.
3: It, it felt like yeah. a pay-per-view to me. Yeah. Like, that's what it felt like. Like, I, you know, and, and we get into the whole, you know, just roll with it type of thing, you know, every week to week. No, like, especially if you're going to put something like a Halloween Havoc, right? It felt like a special show. It felt like a little bit extra was taken into the writing. A little bit extra was put into, you know, laying out the matches. And uh, I'm sorry, but uh, it should be like that every week because that's, that's what the Monday Night Wars felt like. You know what I mean? Like, nothing was ever phoned in. Yeah, there was some crappy matches and some crappy storylines, but at least everything was given that little extra that kept you on your seat wanting to watch this, that kept you sitting there like, okay, what's going to happen next? You know? it. it you know, it, is Rey Mysterio going to get thrown like a dart again? Like, that's what I always wanted to see, but I only saw it
1: once. How, how many people feel that the, the um, Dexter Loomis match, like, to me, I think that was the best thing on on the show. I really enjoyed that that match in that segment. I, I, I enjoyed
0: like... every match on this show. Every different every match gave a different element. I enjoyed the the Dexter Loomis, um, Cam- Cameron Grimes. I <laughs> I enjoyed that that little cinematic stuff. Cameron Grimes to me, I like both of them. I think both Dexter Loomis and Cameron Grimes is going to make our breakout uh, breakout. Of 2020, yeah. he's not be in our top ten. They, there's so much steam behind both guys, and just because Cameron Grimes lost, I don't think he lost anything.
3: No, and, and they
0: uh, have a. Look. You
1: saw the performer in him. You mm-hmm. saw the right the whole match.
3: Dexter
0: loomis also, because even going back to his Impact days, he he never really changed his character. He's always been like that weird myst- mystique, like. He looks like a serial killer like that's the essence of his gimmick and he just pl- he knows he plays it to yeah. the t yeah i really i really enjoyed that uh one of my favorite matches uh of the the night was rhea ripley versus raquel gonzalez they beat the snot out of each other
1: that was a lot of good matches there were a lot of good matches i don't really know what they're doing with rhea ripley to be honest though like she's uh, lost
0: some steam she's lost some yeah. steam from From how she started her 2020, I think they're slowly building her up, uh, back up. But, you know, her losing the NXT championship to Charlotte at WrestleMania and then her kind of being like in and out, it's been like a stop and go for her. I think they're putting some steam back on her leading up to like a potential Another match with Io Shirai at some point, but like you could also mm-hmm. say the same thing they're doing with Ember Moon and Tony Storm. That they're, they're putting some steam behind those two. So I don't know. Maybe it's a Fatal Four Way at somewhere down the line. I don't know. But uh, Rhea Ripley is not where she once was.
1: And I don't know if you would agree with me, but I feel like I think I think NXT has and um, maybe Impact has the best female roster. I think they have the most stacked female roster. Almost to the point I would that I would say NXT's
0: win. women's roster and impacts are the best women's rosters right now in wrestling.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so too, and I think they're even at the point that I wouldn't say give them another title because there's too many titles already, but <laughs> give them something else that they can compete for other than the women's championship that, you know, maybe maybe like the king of the ring scenario or something else a tournament that they can have.
0: They're going to come up win. with the NXT TNT women's championship. <laughs> <laughs> USA. The,
1: what the NXT USA Championship?
0: You know, you know, and, and I know Leo's gonna give me shit for this, but uh, I was I, the the first match that started Halloween Havoc was Johnny Gargano versus my cousin Damian Priest, and <laughs> a Devil's Playground match, which is, <laughs> which is pretty much a, a street fight, right? It's a hardcore match mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Which Damian Priest, shout out to my cousin, but man, this, this guy, this guy's a star, dude, and. I'm surprised Vince that, that, hasn't Vince hasn't given a look to this guy and be like, "Yo, I need this guy like on Raw or SmackDown." Like I'm, I'm looking at this guy and and the reason why I said Leo's gonna give me shit for it is because I was never a fan of this guy in Ring of Honor. You hated
3: him. You <laughs> thought
0: this guy was so fucking boring. I was just like, I get it. He has a look. But I was like, man, this guy's boring. And I would be like, and why does he have to be Punishing
3: Martinez? Like,
1: yeah, fuck. And then yeah, Leo will yeah, always yeah. give like.
3: No, the, the, you know they, the name was good. The name was good. It was a good name. I, no, no,
0: the name was good. I was just never a fan of him in the indies and in Ring of Honor. I just no. thought he was like dull. Like, I was like, who's this guy supposed to be like? Uh,
3: they didn't explain uh, to you.
0: Like a fake Roman Reigns yes. dressed as like yeah. Undertaker type gimmick. Like, I didn't get it. But, you know, shout outs to NXT because they know how to bring characters out. Once he got uh, signed by WWE and went to NXT, man, I'm just such a big fan of this dude. And he dropped the North American Championship to Johnny Gargano. And I don't know, man. I'm curious to see if this guy gets moved on to Raw and SmackDown and, like, kind of fast forward in here, like, Mm -hmm. maybe a year from now, depending where Roman Reigns is at in his career, if he's still holding the Universal title, man, he could give a rub to a guy like Damian Priest and have him be the guy to, like, the Roman Reigns, somewhere down the line. Like we, we don't know where this Roman Reigns story is going. But like, I feel like with the Roman Reigns story, whoever dethrones him, they have to get like the rub out of it. Like it has to, it, to me, it can't be like someone like Brock Lesnar defeating
1: it's Roman. It's
3: gonna Reigns be Brock or it's like The Rock. Rock.
1: It has to be yeah. someone that he's gonna be able to make. Exactly, I, I agree with that. The whole tribal chief thing—they've got to make it where like someone's climbing up the ladder to take that title. To take
3: that. What if it's one of the Uso brothers? From
0: him. Well, the, well, Jay Usos now with Roman Reigns. If you watch Mac now.
3: Well, I I know, well, but you know things change. Push, he just be yo Jay him. Usos getting a push, man. <laughs> No, but but yeah. you know what? With, with with everything that's going on, you know, with, with Punishment Martinez and all this, and I know that you hated him because I was literally standing next to you because I didn't know who it was. You're <laughs> like, oh, my God, I hate this guy. Um, just saying, your words, not mine. But
0: <laughs> Hey, man, uh, and listen, I own up to it. I'm no, not going to no. sit no, here. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to sit here. You're not going like, to clean it up? in previous episodes <laughs> trying to be like, oh, well, I never said that. Bullshit, you have said that. I own up to my <laughs> mistake. I was wrong. Well, no, I'm not going to say I was wrong. There. I just didn't like Punishment Martinez, no. and I like Damien Priest. But
3: okay, so so that day I asked you why you didn't like him, you know, and and it's basically and and I think it goes back to everything that we talked about before. like it has to they need to explain to you why you hate him, right? Mm-hmm. like at the at, they have to tell you the story on why you hate him if he's a heel because he cheats if he's a heel because you know he, he you want to punch him in the face with this guy to me and and all I got from him, the at first look, you know that 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 eye test, he looks like Roman Reigns that you get on Wish, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, and that, and that's what it looked like. But, that's when I thought an ROH. Yeah, yeah, but that's what we were standing. You know, when we were watching him. And,
0: and, and you know, what's funny too, because at the time, and and this is going back, I think in 2017. At the time, this is at the same time parallel to WWE. Roman Reigns is getting forced down our throats, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I feel like Ring of Honor was also giving Punishment Martinez the same type of booking. Where he was just getting win after win after win. And I'm not saying the guy was horrible in the ring. I just couldn't connect with him. I was just like, oh, It's yeah, just not th- for me.
3: Didn't he win in like a squash match? Like the, the entrances took longer <laughs> than the actual match?
0: Yeah, I was <laughs> just not into <laughs> function Martinez. But like this guy's a star, but man. But now you like Damian Priest. I, I'm a big fan of Damian Priest. I think Vince is going to... It's only a matter of time where Vince takes one look at this guy and be like, I need this guy... On, on SmackDown or Raw. Okay, like, but that
1: entrance he had this 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 Wednesday was awesome. Just oh the yeah, with no. again guitar
0: and him fucking headbanging like fucking like a
3: nut. <laughs> <laughs> but now, don't do you think he's gonna get the same uh, Keith Lee treatment? No, I'm gonna tell you why he's not gonna get the Keith Lee treatment. Because he's got long hair.
0: As much as I love Keith Lee, yeah, Vince McMahon is not gonna cater to a guy that has the Keith Lee look. No, I
3: know. That's-
0: Damian Priest. That has Vince McMahon ran all over it. It's like you know the GIF of Vince McMahon where he like falls back on his chair with his mouth
3: I open. Yeah, that, that's the look <laughs> that he's gonna give
2: the Xavier priest.
3: I'm, su- I'm surprised he hasn't seen him yet. Just saying. I'm actually scared that he's gonna get
1: the. I'm scared. I'm scared of the opposite. I'm scared that he's gonna get the Roman Reign push, and the fans are gonna resent him for it. That that and that
0: could be it. But. We gotta wait and see, man. Um speaking of Roman Reigns, I think Roman Reigns right now is doing some of the best body of work he's ever done in his whole yes. career. Going to what we saw in the Hell in the Cell matches past Sunday, oh, the storytelling in that first of all, all three Hell in the Cell matches were really good. I thought the whole show was good. It was it was perfect. It was it was a right amount of time, it was a little under three hours, it was only six matches, and only the, the big matches is what mattered. The the storytelling between Roman Reigns and Jay Uso uh dude like if let me put it this way if Roman Reigns was having this run that started in August in the beginning of January, easily you could make the argument that he's like the number one wrestler in the world.
1: I man, this is the Roman Reigns that I'm invested in now. Like I'm finally invested in, in Roman Reigns. This is if you guys recall the uh, the Royal Rumble where Batista won. Yeah. I haven't I haven't felt people behind Roman Reigns like they are now since that time. But if you remember that match, I think Batista Roman Reigns was the last one in the ring. It, was Roman, was, it yeah. was Roman
0: Reigns and Batista. It was Roman Reigns and
1: Batista. Exactly. And no one wanted Batista to win. They just felt that it was gonna happen. They everyone felt it was gonna be Batista a great. And everyone was chanting Roman's Reign, Roman's name. Everyone wanted Roman Reigns Reigns to win. Ah, so what a tongue twister there. Roman Reigns to win. And uh, yeah, and I feel like that's then from there just went to hell and now it's back up and this is the guy that he should have been he should have been the guy that doesn't talk that much. When he speaks, it's meaningful. He speaks kind of like Jake the snake where it's low. Mm-hmm. And like, he's not whispering. obviously, a bit slow. It's not there's no it's metho- rage, methodical. There's, yeah, it's methodical. Mm-hmm. And like you, there's actual fear behind the words that he's saying. He's not trying to be funny or anything like that. And yeah, that's how he should have been booked a very long time ago.
0: And and, and the thing that we've always said on this show is like we—it's not that we ever hated the man Joe. Like we never hated yeah. Joe. We just hated the character Roman Reigns and how he's being—he was portrayed on TV for so much, how he's just getting forced down our throats. And it's—it exactly. was like, all right, we just got over ten years of John Cena, you know, forced down our throats. Now we're gonna get Roman Reigns like. Of course, the fan base is going to turn on the guy, and it's not saying that we hate the guy, Joe. We just hated the character and with the terrible promos he was doing. And I mean, did we really want to see another Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns match? Which in that year we really wanted to see Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar, and they and WWE botched that because they gave it gave us that match a year later. Um, and then you know the whole I think the tie started turning for Roman Reigns is when he announced that, you know, he had uh, leukemia again. And I think people felt bad. and It was like, you know, they felt bad when he returned mm-hmm. to boo Roman Reigns again. I think, right, yeah. especially a guy like me, right? Because I was one of those guys, like, I didn't hate Joe, but I fucking hated Roman Reigns, so I would boo the shit out of him. But, you know, for me, it was a little bit different because around that time that he got announced with leukemia, my dad was going through cancer. So I was like, "Man, I, I it, it hit me a little bit differently." So when he did return, um, I, I thought the the booking of Roman Reigns was okay. I don't think it was bad. They were very protective of Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. They didn't put him in the main event level. They just had him having these random storylines. But then fast forward, um, uh, going into twenty twenty, early twenty twenty and Goldberg beat The Fiend for the Universal title, and Roman Reigns just comes out of nowhere and goes like, I want to be the next challenger, and gets gifted the title shot. You start, it's like, this is not a match we want to see. People started booing Roman Reigns again. I mean, I personally wasn't one of them, but I, I was not a fan of this. I was not a fan of Roman Reigns just getting this title shot, and then COVID happened, the pandemic happened, and him taking a break from this, from everything coming back being a badass, it feels like Roman Reigns believes everything he's doing in the ring and everything he says, and it feels natural. And I think that's why fans are so invested in the storyline and Roman Reigns now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think now I feel like someone has mapped it out for him and he feels confident in the road ahead. He understands everything that's going to happen. I think before. He felt lost, and I think he was a victim to to poor booking on WWE's end. Absolutely, maybe not poor booking in the way they were booking him because they were they were booking him like a monster. But we uh, we've always talked about WWE not knowing their audience. They did a poor job booking the people around Roman that maybe made, made deserved a spot along with him. That you know basically victimized Roman and making us hate him because now the fiend isn't getting the push or yeah. the fiend is not getting the rub like uh that's the, that was the problem with this wrestlemania it's like oh great goldberg versus roman and the fiend is the victim of this of this match
0: and and, and wwe booked themselves in the corner because fiend should have been champion fiend's a character that that doesn't need a title and they booked themselves in the corner you know rewinding back to last year's hell in the cell when they gave us that Hell in the Cell match between the Fiend and Seth Rollins, like that should have never happened.
3: No. Yeah. No, because you get you get booked into a corner, and and again, like and when you look at it, right? How do you get out of it? You know, how do you get out of all this? You don't need to have your, your top guys go at each other, and and I think that's where where we kind of drop the ball sometimes, where we're looking at something we're so short minded that, you know, I think Vince forgets when he used to sit with Pat Patterson and they used to book out WrestleMania a year out, you know what I mean? Uh Where, you know, everything, if you're going to build a Shawn Michaels, then you can't have him go against Bret Hart up until the actual match. You can kind of have him hover around each other and throw shade at each other, but you can't have him. And again, when you look at any of these matches, right? I feel like most of these matches I've seen him on, on Raw or SmackDown already. Like, that,
0: that, that's that's uh, the problem with WWE. They give us so much. Like How many times have we seen The Hurt Business versus Retribution? Dude, Retribution's a joke at this Do-
3: point. Dolph Ziggler, how many times has he, has he gotten a title shot and not won it? You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, and with Dolph Ziggler, it's very
0: disappointing because with Dolph Ziggler, he looks like a star. He yeah. acts like a star. If he was if they booked him as a credible opponent, he could be a credible champion. But I, I don't know. I don't know what it is with Dolph. They just they just missed the ball with him.
3: You, you know. You know what happens with Dolph is he's a performer and he's reliable and you're able to put him with anybody and he's able to make them look good. But you don't know what you have until that leaves, right? And and I'm not saying that Dolph Ziggler is Bret Hart. But what I'm saying is, the WWE didn't know what they had with Bret Hart until he left. Okay? It took him a while, and this is what people forget, right? This Monday Night Wars, or they say, okay, uh, Bret Hart went to WCW, and that's it. We won the war. No. There was a lot of gray period in between, right, where you didn't have a top guy. Where you didn't have a top guy, where now you had to build from zero. Yeah, you had your Stone Cold. Yeah, you had the rocks. But they were in the baby stages, right? And, and I think with Dolph Ziggler, he's going to have to retire at one point. With The Miz, that's another guy. that He's reliable. He know You know what I mean? You could put the title on him and it'll make you want to punch his face. But again, he's doing his job. But who do you have after that? You have nobody. Uh,
0: Dream, how do you feel about Dolph Ziggler?
1: I, I love Dolph Ziggler. To me, he was like uh, you brought up someone, uh, Mr. Perfect. I, I yeah, felt like yeah. he was... Like that was him. Like that's that guy. Maybe even uh, uh, before Shawn Michaels got hurt uh, from his back before he left for four years, like he was Shawn Michaels at a performance level. Like he was just he's a great talent. Yeah. And I get it. Like even when you think of someone like Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels in it. I don't think he cracked double digits with the championship. Like I think he's a four or five time. WWE he, I think he's like a
0: four time champion, but his body of work is more valuable than his title runs.
1: Right, but he was always in something important. Right. right? So you, that's proof right there that someone like Dolph Ziggler does not to, does not need to always be in the title run and does not always need the title. But you can put him in, always into something meaningful that protects his brand and protects his name. So I just think it's unfortunate. And I think uh, from his tweet that he mentioned when they said, when are you going to AW, he said in five years. And that kind of ties into when his contract is over yeah. with WWE. So it's just like, he made, and that speaks to him as a performer. Obviously, he's upset, and obviously he's bitter, but he still goes out there and puts everything he has right, in the ring right. out of respect to the audience and out of respect to his opponent. Uh, you know, I'm happy, I, happy with the company. <laughs>
0: I think, yeah. uh, you know, uh, when Dolph Ziggler about, I want to say like a year or so ago, maybe a little bit longer than that, when there was like uh, some conflicting reports about his contract. Man, I was reading those, and like I you mentioned AEW, and and the, that's the popular thing to say, like, oh man, I hope he goes AEW. But yeah. man, I was looking at Dolph. And obviously he can't be Dolph Ziggler in another company, but mm-hmm. he could use his real name, Nick net I think that's a good
3: He could be he name. could be Zol Diggler. There you go. Fix it. Boom. He, he can
1: go to Triple and be at Rubio. <laughs> there
3: you go. <laughs> Yo, did you guys see Triple A's doing like a like a Marvel night? And they yes, have a, a couple doing, of residents? That's but, what's up. Man, but the names are fucking atrocious. But cause, my, cause they can't yeah. use the real names. Come on now.
0: But so I was Dolly. so I was looking at uh off and i'm like yo man this guy would be a fucking star in new japan like imagine him and okada having a match
3: yeah by the way mm. I, I pulled up i pulled up Shawn michaels uh titles um world heavyweight championship three times the world heavyweight one time intercontinental three times european one time tag team one time and two-time royal rumble that's it
1: i single digit there
3: that's it. That's yeah. it. By the way, he was also, if we look up in his Wikipedia, he, uh, on an episode of Baywatch, he was there as Vinny for one episode, and he was also there in 1999 <laughs> Pacific Blue what? as Michael Le- Shane.
0: Leo, Le- 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 why, why oh. are you even reading that?
3: Because uh, uh, I didn't know he was in Pacific Blue. Now I'm going to see what the hell Pacific Blue. Oh, it was the USA Network. Okay, it sucked. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> well, that that was, you know,
0: information that was not important, but We're one thing learning. that you did mention what was The Miz. We're and- learning. Dali. Thank God for The Miz. In The Miz we fucking trust. Because he finally took that fucking briefcase away from Otis.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Oh, man. Was that, was and I'm, so, and I'm so happy Sam's not here. Because Sam, was, was he was a proponent to, you know... Otis being Mr. Money of the Bank.
3: Yo, 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 let me speak yeah. on this. Yo, yo, Otis he is was, my guy, yo. He
0: was, he was all about <laughs> it, and I fucking countered why it was a mistake. It was a joke how he won it. It was just a stupid flavor of the month. There's no disrespect to the the man, Otis, but he's a comedy character. His whole run with the briefcase was an afterthought.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's that saying of batman uh not the hero that we wanted but the hero we deserve that's the miz right there that's
0: the miz Miz right there and it (laughs) feels in 2010 you know why because in 2010 the miz was mr money the bank and randy orton was wwe world champion
3: Mm -hmm. and i'm okay with that i'm okay with that as long as it's not otis
0: (laughs) so drew mcintyre i think got like dealt a really rough hand when it comes to the the past couple of months when he became dethroning Brock Lesnar for the WWE championship. But some people are critical. I don't think he did th- he's done a bad job. I think he's been a pretty good champion the last couple of months.
1: Yeah with the with the situation that's given to anybody at this point, any like you can excuse any title run right now. Right. Uh, but yeah I think Drew McIntyre still deserves that crowd win. Like we've still gotta satisfy that WrestleMania win with with 60, 70, 80 K people. He's going to get that. Um, but what he's done with the title, I don't think he's done it. In my opinion, I don't think anything negative has come out.
0: Uh, I, I, like, don't so I don't think so either. When understand. it comes to uh, – and there's a uh, the 24 episode on WWE Network, on Drew McIntyre. Um, if you watch that, it's like it hits you right here because you could tell how much the Royal Rumble moment meant to him and how – at first he was bitter and upset like why is this happening to me this pandemic for my moment and he said that he felt like he started like kind of like reevaluating everything and going like you know we're we're still going to perform and while we're not going to have an audience we're still going to perform for the people that are stuck at home or whatever and he said that if you go back and watch the brock lesnar match after he wins a match and he's holding the championship He's kind of like looking at the camera and he's kind of like holding his hand and he's kind of like reaching and he's saying thank you. He said that at that moment right there, he just reached and he wanted to like kind of reach to every single person that was watching this and just know that he's still appreciative, even though he's not surrounded by thousands of fans. He just wanted that was his way of kind of reaching into the camera to every single person that was watching him and kind of rode this ride with him to this moment
1: how do you not feel for that guy right how can you how can you say something negative
0: about this guy but you're always going to have some some people that are just so nitpicky about everything but uh i was just
1: gonna say i was just gonna say this is a guy that was when he was young was basically handpicked by the boss to be the next champion right so imagine what that does to your young mind what was he 23 or 24 at the time what does that do to a person when the boss is telling you you are the next guy? That's got to be a lot of pressure that's placed on you, and you're a young person. You're gonna you're gonna mess up. You're gonna make mistakes, and he did. He everything that was promised to him was taken away. He went to different promotions. He w- busted his ass not only in the ring but clearly in the gym. Look at him now and look at him ten years ago, and he made his way his way back, and all to for that one moment that for. Reasons, you know, uncontrollable to, for from, from anybody just was basically stolen from him. Like that uh-huh. moment that he worked for, for 10, 15 years was taken away from him. And you got to feel bad because we all know what it's like. Like, I don't know. It, 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 all, any of us have ever been promoted before? You want to be promoted and you kind of want like the, the announcement of your promotion to be the recognition on the way. Yeah. The recognition right. and then it's just sent out in an email. which is basically what WrestleMania does. That's what the equivalent of WrestleMania during the COVID pandemic was Mm -hmm. (laughs) an email, basically. uh, Yeah. Like, you. ah, man, I got the promotion, but the announcement just wasn't good enough. And that's what his championship uh, reign has been good reign just in the bad time.
0: I, I do hope that we see another WWE world title run for him or a universal title run somewhere down the line. With Drew McIntyre, because I do think he deserves that moment around fans, you know. Like, don't get me wrong, the Thunderdome is cool, but like I want him to get that moment so you can hear that roar of the crowd, because he definitely deserves it.
1: Just hearing the roar that he got at Royal Rumble. Oh my no, god. It,
0: and you know what's crazy? That that pay-per-view means so much now. It has so much value to it because that was the last pay-per-view that you had that atmosphere of WrestleMania.
1: That was Black,
0: right. Black, 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 Black. 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 Yeah, that was the last
1: one. Wasn't it? Money in the sand. Like, yeah, but, yeah, money, money, money in the on. sand is trash. Like,
0: let's be honest, money, <laughs> money in yeah. the sand was trash. Yeah. But like, I'm talking about like a, a legit, great pay per view with like a WrestleMania s crowd. Like, like that whole if you go back, like and watch an actual word, rumble,
3: unfilter- unfiltered, crowd. It's not like you know they're they're feeding in the
1: the reaction.
0: Like that royal that royal rumble that whole show top to bottom was a
1: great show. Yeah. And, um, Leo, you mentioned booking yourself in the corner. I think Money in the Sand does that a lot to WWE. <laughs> can't, they've got to gotta schedule that out better. They can't have Money in the Sand so close to WrestleMania.
3: Okay, but when but, you, but can you use that as a separate show in a sense? You know what
0: I mean? We shouldn't be doing business with the Saudis, period.
1: <laughs> it, it's hard. It's hard to say, hey, uh, the rest of the WWE universe do not Get too involved in, or don't get too engaged with this program when they're having title changes. Okay,
3: but don't have title changes then.
1: Yeah, well, then that's difficult because now there's politics being played in Money in the Sands, which is why they shouldn't do it. Because I feel like the Saudi fans are like, or the the politics there is like, hey, okay, you can have show, but we need Goldberg champion. Oh, <laughs> well, we have the show, but we. Won't. Oh. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? As much as people have as their criticisms on Goldberg, they did Goldberg dirty too. Because you know what? They after he beat Brock Lesnar that one-year Survivor series, yo, the crowd loved Goldberg. That was that should have been it.
3: That okay, should have been it. But but you know why they love Goldberg? Not because it was Goldberg, because somebody beat Brock Lesnar. That's, but, it, that was the, but that was the right way to write off Goldberg's story. They should
0: have ended it right there. But no. Once again, WWE was like, no, we need more Goldberg. So then they brought him back for the Royal Rumble appearance, which was cool. Okay. But then they had him be KO. And that's when the fans turned on him.
1: I think one thing we don't understand about WWE is that it is to the fault of their own. When you're climbing the corporate ladder, they have to play politics. And they're involved with Saudis. They're involved with Fox and they've got stipulations like, hey, we're going to give you the show. We're going to give you time in our in our uh, network. But this is what we want. We want Goldberg. We want The Rock. We want these guys that are probably retired and way past their prime to be in the show. And WWE's got to comply if they want to eat from that cake.
2: Uh,
0: well, <laughs> speaking of um things that are whether you can make the argument cake? under uh, compliance or not. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Liam Mysterio and Buddy Murphy. Uh, oh, god,
2: okay.
0: bro. Um, I felt. This is what I'm gonna say. I feel a little bit uncomfortable watching this because it's like we talked about it last week with with Devin. Shout out to Devin, Devin Dollface. Buddy Murphy looks like he looks like a you know he's he's a you know. He's a he's a man that's that's been through a lot. Let's put it that way. <laughs> like he's he, he looks some like shit. a guy that, that that has no problem, you know, mm-hmm. getting women right. And then you look at Aliyah, Aaliyah Mysterio, and she's a young girl. And I did this post saying, like, I get it, this is just performance. We've seen it in movies, we've seen it in in, in shows, but we've seen Mysterious kids grow up in WWE TV. And I just feel like it's kind of weird. And just one last thing, and then I'll get your opinions dream and also Leo, because you both are parents, right? So it might hit you guys a little bit differently. But like for me, I'm I watch this and I'm like, man, I'm I just feel weird. And then I look at the comments, right? And I see people trying to defend it. So I'm like, I click on these people profiles and I'm looking at these people like you guys look like perverts. You guys look like the people that would have no problem mm-hmm. dating someone that's like 15 years younger than you. Oh, but they're legal age. like. And then we have some one jackass that made the comment like, oh, it's Buddy Murphy, 31 or 32. Does it make a difference? Does it really make a difference? <laughs> Hold
3: on. <go>. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, actually, no. you, you want to know why, why I actually was playing that? So I read two weeks ago. Do you guys remember um, the professional? The it, it was the, with with the with like the Russian or French guy with the little girl.
0: Yes, yes, He's yes, a hitman. Yes,
3: yes, yes. There's a deleted scene in that. Oh no. Okay, that there and, and I from what I read, right? It was basically them having dinner together, right? Where it didn't feel like that father daughter type of thing. So mm. they took the, so they took it out of, of the movie. This is what this whole storyline feels like. Like I feel like I'm watching the professional, and that's the 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 one that they should cut out. And McMahon was like, "Nah, leave it in there. It's fine. They they won't have an issue with it."
1: It's it's something that's happened in many other programs. You guys ever saw the uh, animated uh, DC movie of Killing the Killing Joke?
0: Yes, Yes, that's a great movie.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know. Did you (laughs) see? Well, I mean, it's dark.
0: It's a great movie, but it's definitely dark.
1: Yeah, but. You know that one scene that I'm talking about between Batman and Batgirl. Mm, mm-hmm. Did you feel uncomfortable? I felt uncomfortable. It, it felt
0: uh, Petal-ish. It felt a little bit too uh, the, even for an animation, right? <laughs> even for an animation, yeah. it felt a little bit uh too graphic, and also it's like, why is this even like part of this?
1: Move. But it feels yeah. wrong because when you think of Batgirl, you kind of feel like that's Batman's child in a way, in a form like someone he's guided through this whole superhero uh, thing that they're doing together. Uh, it just feels gross, like it's gross. This, I think this Buddy Murphy it, Aaliyah thing—it's gross.
3: <laughs> there's some storylines that you shouldn't even touch. Just, just yeah, say that. let just say, leave it. Yeah, that. like
1: it just feels—it feels—it feels to me—it feels really, really disgusting. Like people say, uh, age is just a number. Bullshit. <laughs> because It, it, it would be, it would
0: be, and you know what? It would be completely different. At, at least for me, I would take it completely different if Buddy Murphy was forty and she was thirty. Because I feel like if if that was the difference in 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 age, right? Mm-hmm. At least Aliyah's experience at this one, because she's a thir- a thirty year old woman. In this case, right. she's still a baby. You Feels know like she's like, being
3: taken advantage of.
0: Right? She's still yeah. a baby. So for anybody, and I don't care if you get offended when I say this. For anybody that has nothing, that sees nothing wrong with this, you're a fucking creep and you're probably the same people that would have no problem dating an 18 year old while you're like 32 or 33.
1: It's disgusting, man. Like, I see these guys, uh, like, you know, those, those Playboy guys on, on Instagram or even before on TV that, like, you know, they're like 40, 50, 60 years old and they're always surrounded by young women. It's like, it's not. How do you feel comfortable with that? You
0: uh, know, I, it's I feel like, disgusting. I feel like disgusting. you said.
1: Like you said, like if Buddy Murphy was forty or even forty-five, but Aaliyah was a 30-year-old woman, she's experienced things. She's, oh, she's that, a woman. She's a woman. She has a more developed mind. You know, she 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 knows that she's getting tricked into something or whatever. She's still she's like a brand new adult, basically. <laughs> she just became an adult. Like, it's 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 like when uh when a when a when a, um, a butterfly comes out of its cocoon and an older butterfly comes over, like, hey bro, you wanna race? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Leo, uh, any any last thoughts on the whole buddy? I'm gonna talk about and,
3: that uh, shit and having him kiss on it. What the hell's wrong with you, McMahon? At least, I mean, he got the people talking, but
1: I, I'm not. I don't interested. think it's
3: the right talk, Leo. No, not at all. That, yeah, I mean,
1: he like who's like? Are we really surprised? I mean, Vince, with how old was he when he had the whole Trish Stratus uh, storyline? Trish was 25, and he was like 60. Yeah,
0: I Um, mean, and and I talked about this last week too Uh, I mentioned how Vince wanted, in story, to be revealed as the father of Stephanie McMahon's kid And then we also talked about how back in, I think, 06 or 07 I forget what year exactly, when Hogan was feuding with Randy Orton Randy Orton was 26, and Brooke Hogan was 18, making out
3: McMahon wanted Batista's debut to be because he was born out of incest. Let's just put wow. it that way. Look into that. Because no. I, I looked into it. Just saying.
1: What is wrong um, with
0: all right. Let, saying. Let's, um, let's, uh, let's talk real quick about AEW. Uh,
3: Fuck AEW in the season. What?
0: I don't think <laughs> AEW show this week was all that great. I think it was no. okay. Uh, we had two incredible matches between Warlow and Adam Page and also... Pentagon, Kenny Omega, we were originally going to have Ray Phoenix and Kenny Omega. Uh, we got Penta Omega 2. I thought this match was good. I don't think it was better than their all-in bout, but I thought this match was good. So, like I've been saying this whole time, this tournament was just going to lead for an Adam Page-Kenny Omega match at Full Gear. And this is one thing I wasn't a fan. Well, two things I wasn't a fan of. I'm not a fan of this uh, Young buck stipulation where it's like, oh, we lose against FTR, We're never going to challenge for the Tag Team Championships. So I did the post saying, like, so what's going to happen? Every year at Full Gear, we're going to, like, this is the stipulation. We're never going to challenge for this title if we lose the match. We've seen this with Cody last year with the world title against Jericho. I just think this stipulation is unnecessary. Uh, Dream, tell me your thoughts on it.
1: Well, yeah, uh, they had that same stipulation with Cody just a year ago. And then what did Cody do? He basically created a title for himself. So is yeah. that what's going to happen with the Bucks. Like they lose, now they're just going to go ahead and create a the- TNT Tag Team Championship <laughs> <laughs> and book themselves to win it. <laughs> oh man, Leo, any thoughts on
0: yeah. the on the stipulation?
3: I'm a fan of stipulations because it it adds something to the match, right? But again, if you use or use a different name, right? You you use some use another gimmick. That basically says you can't go for the title. Right? But don't use the same exact one that you used last year. Right? I would
0: I would have preferred like, oh, uh, if we lose this match, we'll not challenge for the tag team championships for a year or something. If they wanted to do that, but just, Yeah, and, and then and they, then have
3: a countdown clock and then build it into right. something like they that, could, that. They could have
0: done something like that, like playing and being the elite or something. I just
3: That's a really good idea.
0: I just, I like I just that. hate that. Watch AEW bring the, it
3: down next week. What
0: I just hate the whole <laughs> whole like oh we're never gonna challenge for for the tag titles again and even with the cody thing they kind of uh it's like yeah cody did lose but technically he never tapped out he didn't get pinned mjf threw in the towel for him so they kind of gave us like not Mm -hmm. a loophole there but there's like an out if they really wanted to go in that direction yeah uh somewhere down the line i'm just not a fan of the stipulation because with the Young Bucks and FTR, there's already, like, while they never had a match against each other, there's already history there going for years, going back to when FTR was at the Revival in WWE. So there's, like, a history there. They don't need a stipulation.
1: I mean, even what velo said, stipulations. I like stipulations, too, if they're the right ones and if they yeah. make sense. And if they really wanted to throw in a stipulation out there for this match, why not just a title versus hair match? Who would want... Right, that, that would curious? be great for the bucks to get their their head shaved. And some people are even arguing that Nick should already go bald. So
0: Yeah. The disrespect Nick is getting just cuz his hairline is a little bit. It, listen, <laughs> he still has a great set of hair. All right, leave, leave the leave the man
2: alone.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, but I think uh any other stipulation except the same recycled one. Like are they all going to do that at some point? Um, <laughs> uh,
0: I'm just not a fan of. And you mentioned stipulations and you know what? stipulations I'm not a fan of either. I hate lumberjack matches. And this lumberjack match we got in AEW might be one of the worst lumberjack matches I've ever seen in history. You know why? Because the lumberjacks weren't even being lumberjacks. <laughs> it was so bad because when either Orange or Cody would go to the outside, none of them were like even attacking the actual like competitor. And I think at one point, I want to say it was Trent from the best friends, hit Cody, and Dustin Rhodes was right behind them and didn't do anything. He was just standing there. I hated this match so much, and I get it. Like lumberjack matches are like not like necessarily like a popular match, but like there, it, it, there's one. If there's one lumberjack match, I will say that I was a fan of. I want to say it was back in 2014. I want to say it was like one of the sum, uh, summer summer pay per views in WWE. Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins had a lumberjack match that was really well put together. And I remember watching that match and I'm like, man, I hate lumberjack matches. But mm-hmm. they they nailed this one like they did. Uh, they did this match justice for once. I'm not a fan of this match. I thought this was terrible. Uh, any thoughts on this match?
1: I think uh, Orange. I think uh, the I'm uh, not TNT. A.W is starting to book themselves into corners too like you guys i I don't know i'm starting to believe like can they build stars because it feels like every time they have a star that they're building they start kind of you know hurting that star and that's orange cassidy in this case like orange cassidy just came off a great feud with chris jericho he came out on top on that on that uh, feud and now he's lost to cody um for this for this championship match and it's just like why even book him against Cody? Like, why not book him against somebody else? You know, like, you didn't have to go after Cody because we understand Cody can't lose the title just yet. Uh, or even when you talk about Brody Lee, you bring in Brody Lee, he loses the uh, his uh, title opportunity at AEW, but then he wins the TNT championship only to lose it right back to Cody. He was a transitional so, champion. And he was a placeholder. He's like, hey, Cody's got to go do the show. Just hold, hold my title real quick. <laughs> like, hold my beer. I'll be back. And, um, and you
0: know, with everything that we've, we've been seeing also when it comes to, like, the TNT championship picture, like, I know Darby's supposed to get this title time, opportunity time. in full gear, but, like, we never even really got the story why he was supposed to get the title shot. It was just like time. they just handpicked Darby and was like, okay, Darby's going to get uh, the shot at full gear. But I feel like Brody Lee and Orange Cassidy – even with this loss, because it was kind of like a fagazi finish, I think there's a claim for both of them to get title shots. It's like, why don't make it a four-way at this point?
1: Yeah. I, like Again, I think uh, AEW is just doing, I'm not going to say a poor job, but they're definitely doing question, questionable decisions when it comes to building stars. Like someone like Darby Allen had a great uh, match with, with Cody, uh, and then it went several weeks without even being seen. Yeah. mm mm-hmm. So it's just like uh, they're not capitalizing off of big guys, like uh, or off of guys that are having great matches. And uh, yeah, I think I, I feel bad for for Orange Cassidy. I really hope that this does not hurt him. This feud with with Cody, with this loss. I feel like there's so hurt. much
0: stock with Orange Cassidy, even though I didn't agree on how he lost this past week. But the fanfare and like how many people are invested in Orange, I don't think is gonna hurt him as much. But I can't say the same thing about Brody Lee because we haven't seen Brody Lee in weeks in a prime in a prime role. So I'm curious to see what they do with Brody Lee. But I think Orange Casting is going to be all right.
3: Do you guys think that it I, has um, to that it has to do more with uh, not, not having a full live audience there? That the only um, thermometer that they have to see if somebody's over or not is the viewership. Because right now yeah. the, the only way that they know if, if something's working is whoever's tuning in, which we know I, that's not the case.
1: Go I to. would say that was a pro- that would have been a problem in the '90s and the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. But now it's really easy just to get on social media and see who's trending, okay? See what people are talking about. I, um, and at this point, we're almost uh, we're what eight nine months into the pandemic. This is this is the new norm at this point. Yeah. I don't
0: think it. I don't think it necessarily is playing a factor. Because uh, in many ways, while we're criticizing AEW on their booking decisions, they were ahead of the game when this whole pandemic started. And right. we—I've said it on this show to you, Leo and yeah. and Sam. I said, you know, some of their best AEW dynamites were during this pandemic era.
3: Yeah, they were. But by the yeah. way, by the way, we're we're using this uh, program that allows you to schedule out posts. And look how uh, how forward we are. It actually lets me know if it's a positive uh, post or a negative post, depending on what people actually write. I don't even have to go read them anymore. They give me, like, a little thing that says 15% of your posts are negative. <laughs> like, uh,
1: that's, the AEW should get
3: on that. Just like, you know, <laughs> AEW, if you guys want to know what I'm using, hit me up. <laughs> um, lastly, before
0: we wrap up, uh, Thunder Rosa, which I'm a big fan. She's been making the rounds this past week. She dropped the NWA Women's Championship to Serena Deeb, uh, which she's an AEW contracted wrestler. This past week at um, uh, what's the name of this company? It, it, they're they're in conjunction with NWA. I, I forget it's. I, I know it's on the Fight App. I know it's a weekly pay per view. Primetime? Prime time. There you go. Prime time. Uh, they're in conjunction with NWA. So there was a match between Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb. She, Thunder Rosa dropped the title. And now all these rumors are coming out that WWE is interested in her. AEW is interested in her. Uh, Billy Corgan from the NWA did come out, say that Thunder Rosa is contracted till 2021. Where do you think Thunder Rosa goes here? I think AEW needs Thunder Rosa badly in their roster. I'm talking about badly. I've been saying it for weeks. Now that AEW and NWA have some type of working relationship, they should work out a deal Where they could sign Thunder Rosa, but now apparently with with what's coming out of their sheets both uh, both not only AEW But WWE is also interested in Thunder Rosa. Um, what's your thoughts on Thunder Rosa dream?
1: I really like her Uh, I think she also brings legitimacy to it uh, to 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 any roster She goes to because of her jiu-jitsu background and her MMA background and her matches speak for herself She has a character. She's got a look. She paints her face uh, so that gives her, you know, character and all that. Um, and I think AW desperately needs more talent on that roster. And this is all due respect to AW, the women in AW right now. But like, it's so bad that they need to lease out some talent. <laughs> <laughs> they need to lease stay. A- NWA. You guys are not using your girls. We, we need to put a- we need to lease them out. We need some good matches.
3: They need to subcontract <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah, sub-contract. It's bad to say, but
0: Thunder Rosa. Look. Every thunder, every match at Thunder Rosa has been in AWA and AEW. I mean, has been some of the greatest women's matches in AEW, and yeah. she's not even part of the roster.
1: Dude, it's uh their roster so bad that they had Cameron on there. The the uh. like, bad Funkadactyl. Like <laughs> that's how bad their roster is.
3: The, you know you know what I think. So when you're when you're looking at at NWA, right? When Thunder Rosa was on there. I understand that it was a gimmick show. I understand it was supposed to give you that 80s feel. But she was the one character that seemed out of place there. Right? And I don't mean that in a bad way. What I'm saying is she had a a progressive look. She has a progressive look that she uses. You know, using the whole, you know, face paint and everything. It kind of took away from that, from that, that, you know, look that they were going for right but mm-hmm. in AEW, it's a perfect fit you know what i mean mm-hmm. like the whole presentation with you know with the with the big screen and her coming in and you know the face paint all that, all that stuff adds to that character now with nwa not not working right now you know mm-hmm. or, or, or on the verge of you know are they coming back or whatever these people are still on contract so now but the, again you could subcontract to her every wednesday that gives more eyes to your product. You know what I mean? It opens up, again, if... if Because we forget this. A W was born out of a consensus of the indies. Mm-hmm. That's what A W should have been from the get. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand that now you're on TNT. Now you have to have a corporate head. But if I was Tony Khan, I would have said, you know what? A- a- um, NWA. We'll go ahead and pay for four of you guys to come and invade and come in here. You know what? MLW, again, let's work together. Again, because it's supposed to be a consensus of the indies. The whole idea of All In, the way that I saw it, was a WrestleMania in the territory days. And I'm not talking about Starcade. I'm talking about an actual WrestleMania of all the different indies. Now, does that mean that everybody wants their guy to win? Yes, everybody wants their guy to win. But to me, even if my guy loses, you're still getting prime time viewership. You're still mm-hmm. getting knowledge of your product. I'm pretty sure that ICW Miami or ICW here or any ICW will kill to have that opportunity for you to showcase your guy, even if he's getting squashed. You know, because again, you, you build that working relationship, you have eyes on your product. So, again, w- with this Thunder Rosa thing, She's awesome. And and I'm sorry, but A W needs that the most right now. You know, we were talking about the women's rosters. They're the ones that need it. I'm sorry, I don't want to nail me. I don't want that Funkadactyl. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm good.
0: Uh, you mentioned MLW, and MLW will uh, restart on November 18th. And MLW is a brand that I've been a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Uh, Their world champion, Jacob Fatu, this is a guy that, I know he signed the deal with MLW, but this is a guy that I could see do big money in either AEW or WWE. He just has star written all over him, so I'm definitely excited to see the return of MLW.
3: Do they have a date yet?
0: Too, November 18th. November nice. 18th. Nice, dude. Dream. I want to thank you, man, for being on the show, brother. I know uh, that f- the first half of the show was kind of a roller coaster of emotions, dude, but. Uh, Thanks for sharing your story, bro. Um, you know, you, this is your home, bro. Uh, anytime you want to be on the show, let me know. I, I'm. It, it sucks because we wanted to get you back on earlier this year. And then, yeah. you know, 2020 has been just such a wacky year. But uh, I definitely wanted to get your story out there.
1: This is
3: what it took for me to get back on the show? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, These guys don't want me back. I must have no, sucked. no, no, no. All of a sudden, because now he's on the dirt sheet.
2: Now we got to have him back on. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: thank you, know, you, guys. Oh, you
0: know what i made a note of this i made a note of this because i <laughs> wanted to tell you this i've been wanting to tell you this for the longest but i was like yo i gotta tell this guy like on the show i want to see if anybody else has ever told you this has anybody ever told you that you sound like ray mysterio when you talk
1: no, <laughs> no. Yo, you
0: sound just like Ray Mysterio when you talk, bro. <laughs>
1: he
3: looks—he looks like what well, Ray Mysterio probably looked like five years after they made him take off the mask in WCW. <laughs> <laughs> and you
0: and really—and like I—I thought of this before, but it really hit me when you did the video. You know, kind of like addressing everything without like putting everything on blast. I'm like, yo, this guy really sounds like Ray Mysterio when he talks.
1: <laughs> I gotta start working people now.
0: <laughs> you sound just like Ray, dude. I
1: got, I got to put on a mask and start doing fake cameos as, as Ray Mysterio.
3: Hey, I, I got a couple Ray Mysterio <laughs> masks back there. Yeah, Leo has a whole bunch of masks, dude. Leo has a whole bunch
1: of masks. <laughs> hey, do, do you guys want a cameo from the replica Ray Mysterio? I got you. My weights are, are is- half, half price. priced. <laughs> This is this is Ray
0: Mysterio Junior Junior R A
3: Y M A S season. This is that bitch. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Dream. I want to. I definitely want to thank you again for being on the show, bro. Uh, uh. What? Tell uh, where people can find you. I mean, if they haven't listened to the show, and I mean, you've been doing. You've been plugging <laughs> throughout the show, but remind the people where they can find you. Uh, what you're working on right now. Tell the people.
1: I definitely want to thank you guys for bringing me on. Always a pleasure to be here. And uh yeah, you guys can find me on Instagram. This is the most efficient way of finding me, is at DreamMatch Wrestling. Also, please follow uh, my girlfriend who is an artist on Dream Match Wrestling. She's uh at Sauce.killer with an A uh, on Instagram. And you guys can visit our website at uh, dreammatchwrestling.shop. Right now it's under construction, but you can always, uh, get on the, we have a chat on there. You can contact us and you can also email us directly with anything, any commissions you guys might want, any custom dream matches that you guys want. Just, just hit up, hit us up. We're always, always reasonable with the prices. So just, uh, yeah, just contact us through there. And while I'm still on, uh, please go support the black Pope. He's got a new shirt out. Uh, I by yours truly, um, please support him and his new championship win. And also, just a quick shout-out to uh, Nathan McFly, who, just like you, Mario, has been there for me. Uh, hearing me rant and <laughs> and just uh, let everything out that i had inside of me during these past two weeks. Uh, Nathan McFly from the 20 by 20 podcast. Definitely appreciate all you guys.
0: Yeah, no doubt, brother. We still got to—I uh, still got to—because he reached out. He wants to do a, a collab of one day. We still got to figure out like, the logistics of it, what day we could— I'll get it, but yeah, we gotta get this collabo podcast uh,
1: happening one day. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be good times. It's gonna be a madhouse.
3: <laughs> you know, you know what? Since we we have Dream doing our our, our third man, our run-in, uh, he can stay to the end. He doesn't have to sh- uh, sign off now. You know what I'm saying? Okay. He, all he right. Looks. So, Leo, what's your plug? Just saying. Because then, <laughs> then, if he signs off, then it throws off all my graphics. But that's not why I want you to stay. Uh, no, just go to losradio.com. Um, We're adding new shows. You guys can download the app. <laughs> Come on, man. You're making me feel bad. Uh, you guys can download the app. And if you know somebody is doing a show and wants to be on the app with us, they can go ahead and hit me up info at losradio.com. Go, on, Mario. <laughs> on. You make me laugh, bro. <laughs> all
0: right. You can find me at Rated eighty uh, seven. but make sure you follow us at Lucha Outsiders Everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Also, if you miss anything on today's episode, make sure you uh subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast needs. Next week, uh some type of audio will drop. It's not gonna be our usual Facebook gimmick, but there's something should drop. I wanna say some point on Sunday. That's st- all I'm gonna say. Stay some tuned. audio will stay drop. Stay tuned. There you go. Just stay tuned,
3: pretty much, and uh yeah, that's it, guys. Yeah. By the way, by the way, we need to talk to him. That the the tattoo he's got on his arm, he's got to, like bandage it up or something. I'm just saying. This one? Yeah, that one. <laughs> the fact, <disrespect. laughs> the wait, wait, that one? <laughs> that one? I saw it at the beginning. I didn't say shit. Go.
0: The disrespect from Leo. Leo's not even a football. I mean, he's a football guy, but he's not a football guy.
3: But it's good because I'm on the outside. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I
0: exactly. That's why you shouldn't say anything. By, by the way, since I, since you, you did bring up the Eagles, man, let me tell you something. The level of congratulations I gave to Baltimore during that Eagle, that Baltimore and Eagles game, and this is no disrespect to the Eagles because I have no beef with the Eagles, uh-huh. but. I think for anybody that is a fan of football, right? There's no reason why that game should have been that close.
1: Yeah, I was I was actually mad at Baltimore that I was ready to turn turn it off and go about my day, but then they were actually making a comeback. i like, wait, I'm wait, to stay. <laughs> I to watch that. I was
0: so upset. I'm like, why is like, like why is Baltimore like letting their foot off the gas? It's like the second the second half came. The Eagles, like, they were like, nah, we're gonna. Right. I, I don't know what happened. I honestly don't know what happened. Well, it's, but it's, either
1: way, you guys won. I invested two more hours in that game than I should
0: have. <laughs> it shouldn't have been that close of the game. And let me tell no, you something, because in about 20 minutes, yeah, I get to watch Baltimore versus Pittsburgh. And okay. if Baltimore plays like that, I'm giving them the biggest congratulations. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> Pittsburgh is gonna go in like a knife and butter today. <laughs>
2: Go ahead, yeah, go. All right.
0: go. <laughs> all right. for the old man Leo yeah. for Dream Match Wrestling. Yeah. I'm your truly Mister art. R. Keep Rated R safe and sweet.